Welcome to this episode of Nerdles, where I think we might have hit the two-hour mark. In this episode, we talk about Harrison Ford's injury on Indiana Jones, Carrie Fisher's star of The Walk of Fame, Scarlett Johansson producing Tower of Terror film, and running lines with Colin Chose. An animated Smallville show, Shang-Chi cameos revealed, Snake Eyes trailer and the backlash from the fans. Loki discussion, Bad Batch, I can't remember Roadblock's name, and Chris mentioned something about always looking under the robe. So let's call this episode 396, I Always Look Under the Robe. All right, welcome everyone, I'm R.A., joining me are Chris, Ethan, and Mikey. Hey, so uh, Harrison Ford uh, got injured on another set this week. Again. No, he no, he crashed the plane. He didn't crash the plane this time. No, he crashed the plane. I he saw injured it. It landed, his it landed arm. in Agora. Like right on the right on the road. So Harrison Ford is filming Indiana Jones Five, obviously. Who's He's Harrison Ford? Harrison? You said Harrison. Did I say Harrison? Air support. Air support. That's, that's what I was like. Air support. Air well, he, su- need, he needs air support. Air supply. Air supply is filming <laughs> Indiana Jones Five. Uh, no, so he's 78 years old and doesn't use a stunt double. He's 78 years old? Yeah. yeah. Dude, he, <laughs> he was hell. old. He was significantly older than... The only person oh, older I, than him in the original trilogy was Peter Cushing. I swear to God. Obviously, I'm going to was to He was 30... Oh, yeah. Peter Cushing, his yeah, yeah, Wasn't he like 33 or 35 in the original tril- or the original he's Star Wars? Somewhere around there. Yeah. That's, why his, Luke, that's why his affair with Carrie Fisher, which came out a few years ago, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, because... <laughs> Mark Hamill like was 24. He was 24 when they filmed the original. Carrie Fisher was 19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was at the age that Leia was supposed to be at. Then she was seduced by an older man. Like, Gee, I wonder why they have so much chemistry in the second. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She's right. like Karen Allen and Harrison Ford. And- Which, by the way, Carrie Fisher is getting her star on the Walk of Fame. And nobody knows why she doesn't already have it. Yes. I'm surprised about that too. I thought because she, she didn't want she it. Didn't want it. She turned it down over and over again. So the the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is you have to either pay for it yourself, yeah, right, or you have to be nominated. You know, usually it's like a fan club. That's how Adam West got his. Yeah, Adam West's fan club put got the money, mm. submitted the petition. They can still turn you down. Right. They're like, oh, you know, Post Malone deserves the star. And they're like, no, we're not. We don't. Right. Post Malone smells. We're yeah, not it's not. It's not like an Oscar where you're and nominated then, by a. Committee so she or would tell whatever right. her groups were like. I don't want it. She would tell the. She the, told everybody. I mean, she said in the Hollywood the group that that mm. makes the decision to say yes or no. She's told them, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't care about it. And she was very, you know, obviously she was very anti Hollywood establishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the stuff that she got when she got bigger about how much yeah. bullshit there was and the fact that all anybody cares about me now is that I'm fat right. and not. You know what's going on, and obviously she was she was addicted to drugs for a long time. Yeah, you know she had her mental issues and mental issues and stuff, and she came out so much stronger for it. Having it now to me makes sense because somebody wants a memorial for her. Sure, right. but you know even Mark Hamill was like, "This is deserved, whatever." But you gotta admit, he's probably thinking in his head, "She's sitting up there going, you know, fuck you, like what yeah, are you yeah. doing? I don't want that shit." Right. But when people are like, "I can't believe she didn't get over it. I can't believe they just didn't give it to well, her." Well, her daughter and her brother are probably saying her. the same thing. You don't yeah. give it to someone. You have to have somebody nominate you. Right. It's not like the 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 footprints and the handprints. That was the Man Chinese Theater coming to. You know, they went to George Lucas and said, "We want to put Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher, and R two D two, and C three PO, and." Chewbacca, we want to put them in there. David Prowse. Would you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Have them all do it. And you have the whole cast, though, too. Yeah, it's so it's, it's very different. Yeah. But so yeah, they it, choose it, whereas 
The other way, that's why when you go through and you see some of those names, you're like, why the hell does this person have a star? Well, it's because yeah. they they had a group nominate them. Yeah. They got thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand yeah, dollars, yeah. half of which goes to the the upkeep fund. Yep. Um, to go through, which I think they used up all their money replacing Donald Trump's star over twice. and over again. More than uh, twice. But here's the other thing is a lot of people don't want the stars anymore because they're in such random places now and places that, you know, it's, it's like not in front of a strip there, club or at an adult bookstore or something. At or some, you know where some point, most, of, most of the people that just pee on the street in Hollywood yeah, Boulevard are... Um, <laughs> Well, of course, the, the best thing was when Triumph took a dump on one of those stars. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, That's another thing we talked about. You imagine that at some point, and you, it started with Hollywood and Highland. Yes. It's going to keep going. They're going to make it like Times Square. Times Square used to be just you know needles and porn. That mm-hmm. was it. Giuliani comes well, in been before he became nuts. Giuliani came in and said, no, kicked everybody out. Yeah. Spent billions of dollars redoing the whole thing. And you can go miles in any direction from the heart of Times Square and still feel like you're sort of safe. That's the same thing will happen in Hollywood eventually. Well, that's what yeah. that's what, kind of what's happening. You have Hollywood and Highland there, where the Pantages is and everything. Yeah, and that the theater Chinese Row, theater. Yeah. Then you have everything west of it is now new, except for there's one. There's a few spots that are still old uh, that are just you know like the knickknack shops. Yeah, yeah the odd thing is everything the- east until you get to about Vine yeah. is either run down. You know, once you get past the. Uh, the Ripley's Believe It or Not, right? That whole area until you get to Second City, which is right before yeah. Vine, is just pretty much run down. It's just crappy little shops. I think there's a Scientology shop there, then there's a yeah. porn shop. Careful. And then, you call a Scientology shop a crappy there's, little shop. There is a <laughs> great, there's a great costume shop there also that's been there forever. You know, there used to be a Fredericks Hustler of Hollywood. Hollywood. There used to be a Hustler. There's all kinds of stuff that used to be there. I'm still there. No Hustler's down on uh, on uh, Sunset. No, there's still a Hustler there. There used to be a Fredericks of Hollywood down there. It was a really big one. Yeah. This is the original one. This is some real geek talk right and, here. But there, there, Fredericks of Hollywood. But then you also get down to, right before you get to Vine, or after you get to Vine. It's not even get, the stuff that's on Hollywood. It's all the side streets. That yes. Those things are still well, on. But that's it only goes down half a block. Yeah. But it's still half a block into an area where you right. don't want to be. But you also get down to where you to, have to park. Yeah. When you get down to, to Vine, you get, you get Scum and Villainy. You know, uh, JC's. Well, that's closed right now. No, it's open. Oh, they Scum and Villainy is now open again. Yeah. It's the, it's the Star Wars Cantina uh, bar, mm. uh, which we interviewed JC at one point. And then you have Pantages, and you have the new subway we area. Fight with the parking lot is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guys, you know what? Uh, I never thought that Ethan was going to start throwing plans, man. Like, let's go. Oh, that parking attendant, man. I was gonna, that was the night I was no, going to fight with him. That was because Rich was about to get in a fight with him. Though we had to, we had to step in to say something else. Yeah. Like, we were just trying to talk him down or whatever, and then all of a sudden, Rich was like, I'm going to beat your ass or whatever. dude. You were bumping uglies with him, too. You were up there. You were, ready. but then but then he got close to you or pointed you, and that's when I jumped in between you and him. Yeah, well, no, because he kept trying to jump in front of the driver's door. Yeah. And then he kept bumping the into the car, bending in the defender or See, whatever. I was defending you. Oh. I was defending your Thank, honor. Thanks for defending my honor. Uh, so Harrison, and if you Ford. didn't, if you're listening to this, you didn't see the sarcastic look I just gave the rest. I of the I think crew. they heard it in your I tone. I think the point of it is that that whole area is a crap hole. It yeah. is. Uh, so Harrison Ford did get injured 
his, his but it shot. is JC's fault too. He's like, yeah, just park there. He doesn't care if you're yeah. late. You know, you pay for whatever time there. He doesn't. Also, the care. fact that we were there way too long. Don't let oh, him push we were you there. around. We were there way too long. <laughs> he and I are like, we need to go. And we you and JC were opened. so drunk, yeah. and you were just bitching at each other. We're just Jedi stupid. I hate it. Everything Star Wars does is terrible. Wow. And I'm like, can we just go home? It's JC's one of the few people that loves Jar Jar. <laughs> A legitimate passion for Jar-Jar. I think, I think a lot of that is, is an ironic love. But um, <laughs> it's good he doesn't listen to this. So Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford hurt himself. Hurt, him, I, hurt his shoulder. He hurt himself in a rehearsal for a fight sequence for uh, Indy 5. Everyone's like, why doesn't he use a stuntman? Well, some shots you can't use a stuntman for. Correct. I know CGI is amazing, but it's also expensive. So you don't want somebody throwing hands at someone, and then you're like, wait, we gotta re- we got to change all of these. I mean, look. We know that they did it for Falcon when he was in the cap suit, and they're like, all right, hey, intern, I need you to fix that little flap on his mask. Make it straight. How, does, how, how many shots is that? 285. Oh, God. So I don't think they really want to do Harrison Ford's face on a stunt double for however off he's, he's doing with these, these fight sequences that are close. I think the weird thing is as many people that were talking about it, and I was like, this movie shouldn't exist. Obviously, it's still on your radar. You still had it come mm-hmm. up. It's weird that it's happening. It's still James Mangold. Going back to Nazis. Manigold, Manigold right? Manigold. Yes. Um, there's way too many set leaks already. Oh, way like, too many. Good Lord. There's just 8,000 pictures of them. And we'll see. It'll be interesting to me. It's, it's, so it's weird because it, it was a thing on Twitter the other day talking about how Last Crusade is so miles better than any other of the Indiana Jones. And I was like, there's there's a, some parts of, Indi- of Last Crusade is not great. Right. The campiness of it is a little off for me. I um, think the but, most interesting thing is the the progression of the the puzzle of it. You know, the the solving of the puzzles to get to, yeah, to that's the next. Not, it's still, the reason I'm talking about it is, it, is it, it came up because it reminds me of when 4 came out. And some of us were just like, I hope this movie is this. And it wasn't. Oh yeah. So I'm interested to see what the the having time. It's like somebody that would create a new Star Wars film now or a new trilogy can't help but be influenced about what happened with the sequel trilogy. Just right. as the sequel sure. trilogy could not help but be influenced by what happened with the prequel. We trilogy. saw Bad Batch this week. You can't close. you can't do Indy Five without having Indy Four in your head now. Are you going to throw away the negative of Indy 4 and just be like, I still think that's a great Indiana Jones movie and we're going to do this or we do this or, you know. Yeah, but I remember we had the conversation of Indy 4. I think it was when we were down in that tune-in studios or whatever because Travis and I talked about there was was a moment in it when he's talking to Ray or whatever and they talk about Harrison's or Harrison's, Indy's um, involvement in the actual war. And I thought that was more fascinating than anything else in that film. When, when he's is to deal with no, it's not even when he's interrogated. When he's talking, he's just sitting there talking to Ray. They're talking about what they did during the war for to Ray. Who's the fat guy? The guy who turns on him eventually. Is it Ray? No, Ron, Raymond. Uh, I'll give you. The, keep going. Who cares? But the idea that I thought was much more much more fascinating is what life in the fifties would be like for someone with that modern sensibility thrown yeah. into that he is there's a throwaway line with mutt where he says so you're a grave robber no i'm an archaeologist but you're a no grave he's a grave robber he's a grave robber i mean mm-hmm. the, the opening sequence of raiders was it his name is ray winstone that's what it's it's okay Matt. yes Matt. Matt. that's Thank right you. so their story or at least more of that 
what would change in him? You know, it's and that's that to me is when you take Temple Raiders and in and Last Crusade in chronolo in, in universe chronological or, order, mm-hmm. he's a total dick in Temple until he rescues the slaves. Yes, he rescues the children in Raiders. He's he's got this connection. He's still kind of like I just want to go out there and find cool stuff and sell it back to the museum or whatever. But he does have to face his past that. He rapes Marion, for God's sakes. He's in a statutory rape relationship, takes advantage of her as his teacher's daughter, comes in with a real apology, but it's still wrapped up in the idea that it's just the next piece of but the puzzle. But he still gets back with Marion at some point to have Mutt. Not done yet. Okay. So you go through all of that, and obviously in the end, especially with what we make fun of the movie for, as point out is that he doesn't do anything to actually affect the outcome. The Nazis still end up with it. The only person who keeps the Nazis away from it is God. And Raiders. And in terrible, you know, yeah, and Raiders. And terrible, you know, bad angels that come down like, ooh, and then faces melt off. It's like, cool. It's, you suck for being Nazis. The, it still ends up, the Ark still ends up on the island that, is, that the Nazis wanted to at the end. He doesn't do, the only thing that he does is figure out how to tell the United States, hey, come and get this thing so that the Nazis don't come back to their sub base. Mm. He also we does haven't heard cross- from the, the sub, we haven't heard from the sub base in a while. We should go, oh, what's this? Oh, look, look at this shining object. Let's just bring it back to Hitler. But he um, does get the cross back in the very beginning. Which we find out in three, he actually loses. It's the cross back. Yes, he loses it in three also. But he get he he gets the cross of of, of the cross of Coronado, Coronado doesn't mean anything. But no, he does get for, it for what back. I'm talking about. That's the remember we figured out that's like yeah, one of the only, only things he the only, actually it's does. It's the only successful thing that he keeps. Right. He gives the most important part, and when you take those three movies in, in order, is that he gives the Sankara Stone back. Yeah. He a, doesn't keep it. It's the only one he's got left. Right. The rest of them fall into the river and are probably sitting in crocodile stomachs. And yes. they're like, and then it's like four crocodiles get together. And I always explode. wondered about that. Shouldn't they have burned through the crocodile stomach and just be no, there? All five them? of them have to be together. Or four of them. Four However, of them. Three, yeah. of, three of them. Three. There's only three. three. There's only three of them. Yeah. And Indy obviously still has the one. Right. So, But doesn't it, it burns him after those other two fall? Remember he's holding it. And it's yeah, but they, no, he puts. Remember he puts the, the bag, and then they, they're oh. still on. They're still burning while it's falling. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mo- when right. Mola okay. grabs uh, it, it burns uh, uh, his yes, hand. Yes. And then as he falls, as they fall out of his thing, he grabs it from Mola Ramsey. That's falls. right. Him, Indy, giving that back is the greatest character moment and character growth moment of oh, that yeah. entire series. Yes. Because in the beginning, I mean, he's he's selling Other somebody's than, he's selling somebody's ashes for a diamond the size of New York. But so the as sacrifice going, he makes for his father, too. No, the, the most important moment okay, yes. is the start of Indy from not being an egotistical, yes. arrogant, selfish, narcissistic dickwad who steals shit from people to sell it to other people. Yes. Who is in a real... You find out late... Well, you actually find out before in terms of the, the way you watch the movies. Was in a very no-no relationship. Right. That's the first thing he does unselfishly. Yes. Then again, you have Raiders as he starts to try to turn things around. He doesn't keep the Ark. He doesn't sell it. He does the right thing and give it to the government, even though he gets pissed off that it goes into a warehouse. Yes. Never to be seen again until this weird, weird, wild goose chase and the same thing. And then Indy, obviously, is that reconciliation with his father, which is the father moment is Indy still reaches for the, the grail and his father tells him to let it go. Mm-hmm. And that then is the true. I forgot. I yeah. forgot. He's yes. the one because he's the obsessed one. 
Yes. Indy never actually goes after the Grail. He's always going after his father. He's trying to, you know, he's forced to go to the temple. He's forced to go through the the traps. He's trying to get there before Donovan gets there, mm-hmm. which he does. Um, but he's not after the Grail. It's that's his father's when, when he when he pours it on um, uh, Henry's stomach and the bullet wound, and he looks at it for a second, and that's that moment like. Holding this, just seeing it, was the whole point of the quest. I don't need it. I don't need to put it in a case. I don't need to put it anywhere. When Indy's reaching for it, and he says, let it go, and then you're like, okay, cool. I think that's part of the problem. And the dog. the the cat. The fourth one is... (laughs) Everything in terms of a character moment in it is treated as a laugh. Oh, (laughs) he has a son he never knew about. Oh, look, Marion's crazy. She drives a she drives a thing over the the waterfall. Everything's <laughs> great. Like, wait, are you making fun of Karen Allen because she was kind of crazy too? <laughs> that's are. what I see when I watch it. That's what I thought they mm-hmm. were doing. There are like, no good moments in that movie in terms of that at all. There weren't any moments that stood out in that movie. I think. There's no heart, really. I no. guess to that movie because it 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 plays off of my f- least favorite moments of Last Crusade is all the campiness. We even had the, John the, Hurt crazy in that. The mm-hmm. John yeah. Hurt's the best character in that whole film until you make him completely mindless. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what makes him interesting because you're trying to figure out what he's talking about and realize that all of them see him as just oh he has dementia. Oh, that's, that's true. It. But he's not. Oh, yes. It's not. He's been affected by what he's seen. He's been right. affected by that holding the skull memory. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um. The campiness of of Last Crusade. I mean, the the Messerschmitt going through the tunnel. I, I'm out every well, you time. We even had the, the every oh. time I, I, when I see it, I'm like God, that's so dumb. Of the, of the them going through shit. No, when they go through. No, the, in, in Last Crusade, when they go through the tunnel, when the Messerschmitt's chasing after them, and they're in the the um, yeah. the plane, the the plane, and then oh. it hits the tunnel, and the wings fall off, and he's going by. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. what yeah, is this? I, I cannot stand it. <laughs> when I was a kid, I loved it, and now I'm like, God, that's dumb. Is that worse, or is the ant sequence in 4 worse? The problem is this 4 is that moment or the, the, exploding. Uh, the there's, Tarzan three, there's, three things, there's three things with, with Last Crusade that, that drive me crazy. The campiness of some of the action, that one especially. Look, the cat is horny. Just let it go. It's just They're going to have to hear it in the background. <laughs> or you can take it upstairs if you're um, not talking. Sala being... Sala's Sala. not Sala. Saul is not Sala, but he's closer than Brody is to Brody. Oh, Brody is complete. That, the thing that Marcus Brody gets absolutely shafted in that film. And when you go back and watch him in the apartment with Indy in Raiders, yep. that's the Brody I want. Yep. That Brody is like, mm, that's a, you know, the way that Indy describes him, that would be awesome. But of course, the only reason that Indy describes him as, you know, he knows a dozen languages and if, if with a little bit of luck, he has the grail in his possession by mm-hmm. now. It's played for laughs of him being in Cairo going, what, what, what? I don't speak any of the... Yes, he does. He totally speaks Farsi. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a break. Um, so you have to play that character for laughs. The other sequence that the, bothered me was the, uh, the... I think you do that with him because his relationship with Henry when he gets into the, when he gets into the truck. Sure. Or into the tank. That feels real. Yes. That kind of Brody feels like he would have been best friends with Henry. Yes. And then they grew apart as Henry's obsession with one piece of artifact... And um, Brody's obsession with having a museum mm-hmm. at a college and doing real archaeology along with grave robbing going forward is what set them apart. Yeah. But I love I love Last Crusade. It's I, no I, longer my favorite. I've always liked Last Crusade. The airplane moment or the plane moment in the tunnel always bothered me. 
The other thing that bothered me was the the fireplace sequence. It's, it's it's not a it's not you know like a like the fire. It's not the f- like the airplane sequence for me. But it's still it's kind of like it was. I get what you mean, and that was actually brought up in that thread from someone else. He thought that was the stupidest sequence. I don't think it's the stupidest, but it is. It does bother me a little. I understand that. I actually like that sequence because that's where the humor would come in in even the earlier films. Yes, you know, even the train car ride where it's like, did that say no track? Oh crap! You know. The that, Henry I, I can and, live with that one. The Henry and Indy part of that part, that sequence yeah. is fascinating. It's fun because they're they're having fun as father and son, where they're looking over the shoulder, trying to talk and doing all that. Mm. But just the the slapstickness of them spinning around and mm. the Nazis looking, they're not looking. You know, was a little too campy. I'm still I'm still okay with that. I like the one that just looks at him and then just screams out alarm, and as they run through the castle. Uh, the bird. The we're not, we're not on getting the, on the boat. No, Dad, we're not getting on the boat. That motorcycle chase. Yeah, oh, that's the best. That's my. That motorcycle chase is so awesome, especially when he throws the flagpole into that, and it just yes. it goes. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. great stunt. The birds on the beach was a little little the birds campy. on the the birds on the beach only bugged me because it just sucked that all those birds had to die. I'll take <laughs> the birds on the beach. That shows the ingenuity. Of Henry being resourceful, yes, to last as long as he has to get as far as he got, sure. that he would have gone to Venice to look for it and then been get captured by the Nazis. It makes sense to him for him to to keep going on the case because it shows that much like Sean Connery, um, he was physically able to do some of the things that Indy would have done. Yes, the tank sequence is amazing. Yeah, um, there are some, and again, there's there's a campiness one or two, but it makes sense. It's in the the dialogue part of it is the best when he has the. I said no camels. That's five camels. Can't you yeah. count? I have to pay for my brother's car. That that's hilarious. Yes, no camels. <laughs> I said no camels. It's five camels. Can't you count? That that with this, the, the, those lines that are humorous. And I think that's probably part of the reason that the fireplace one kind of. But when you gets get to Indy four, they take the camp up to the when when they they, they, they turn it to eleven. When you make Shia turn LaBeouf it to twenty four into a monkey. <laughs> It would be 22. For no 11, reason. No, it's way past 22. That's <laughs> yeah. why. It's 24. They, they pull the, the dial. They just keep going the dial over and over and over again. It doesn't um, stop. <laughs> just, yeah. When they make Shia LaBeouf into a monkey, it's over. Well, the, the, the whole the Tarzan thing Because it doesn't mean was, anything. Even the bike sequence through the college was just kind of... I think the, the bikes. I think the bike sequence through the college is actually good. But the yeah. funny thing is, that bike sequence through the college is almost a... Was that they did it in almost the same way in Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? It's, yeah, I no, mean they didn't go through the library. Those. I know. Um, I thought I thought the bike sequence was clever, and it had just the right amount of you know you kind of scratch your head versus but through the, the library the yeah it was fun the versus the the you know forest cutting tank thing oh yeah that was horrible it was hmm. awful and the ants were horrible and hmm. they just they. They, the, even they even the so waste the river with um, the with the you know uh, Queen Victoria Falls mm-hmm. you know that was that's just the, that's the I just gotta go over the falls and what Marion what are you doing ah, this <laughs> what is this yeah they completely the, the most unforgivable thing to me is one they waste John Hurt and two is they waste they waste Kate Blanchett yes well the other, absolute waste oh she was a complete waste but here's the funny thing did it you guys have all watched Ducktales right in the nineties yeah. Okay, you remember the Lost City of Gold episode? Yeah. That's the Lost City of Gold is the first five episodes, isn't it? 
When he finds what the crater, so. maybe yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it, that was with the first five. Did anyone think that the last half of Indiana Jones four? Well, it's because it's, it's in a caldera. So. No, but but it wasn't even just that. It was that they <clears throat> that they go in, over the falls. They go into this crater, which has this temple that they go into, and well, then at the end of it, the temple explodes, and what was left of. The valley is now turned into Victoria Falls, Queen Outs- Victoria Falls, which is the, the same thing that happens in Ducktales. Outside Woo. of the end, though, that's also Land of the Lost. So, oh sure, yes. <laughs> no, I know, I know, it's been done before, but I'm watching it. The very first time I watched it, I was like, I wanted the Ducktales theme song went into my head <laughs> as I'm watching Indiana Jones Four. They're all owned by the same people, so now they are. But it, but now I, I'm telling you, if you're listening or you, any of you guys go back and just watch that last sequence, and I guarantee you, the there, last, there's no way you're going to get me to watch that movie. But even remember the, the tank Number falls four? onto the tree and then yeah. it goes onto the river. I have no interest in watching that. Ever. There there was just but I've seen that, it twice. I saw it when I went I went to see it in the movie theater and then yeah. I saw it because twice because I was yeah. I was like I, I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to not buy an Indiana Jones DVD. But, I bought it and I watched it and I was like, I want so even with like the prequels. There's stuff in the prequels that there's something in each of those three films that's mm-hmm. somewhat redeeming that I can watch the whole film through to get to that sequence. And, and obviously, was, Maul and, and Kenobi or whatever. When I watched four the second time, like I don't think there's that sequence in here, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. Remember, there was even the refrigerator scene at the beginning. That's like the one. That, that. Oh, that was fun. But there became that a whole website. It, well, yeah, that became the whole thing. Yeah, the the what is it? Trapped in the refrigerator. Nuke the, nuke the, nuke the, nuke the fridge. Yeah. Became a thing. They tried to make it the the new jump the shark, but once yeah, you yeah, have yeah. that established, that's it. You know, that's but where yeah. Indiana Jones jumped the shark. <laughs> but here, that's what worries me though is that we've progressively gotten more and more camp with this, and now here we are with Indiana Jones five. That's going to go back to the Nazis. So is this going to be? Oh really? Yeah, they've already shown that the, a lot of the leaks have shown SS uniforms and things uh, like that. It's got to be neo Nazi. So, but well, here, that, the, that's the funny thing is because progressively each movie has been what, like kind of chronological as far as you know how many years have passed and whatnot. Sort well, no, of. Temp- Temple takes place well before Raiders. Temple's in thirty. Temple's the first one. Raiders is the second, and then Last Crusade is the third. Mm. Yes, and then you jump to the fifties for number and four. And that's what I mean. The, the story of how that movie got made is more fascinating than the movie. Because this was, George always wanted to make a 1950s B movie mm-hmm. using space aliens or whatever. And Spielberg's mm-hmm. like, not a chance. I, as much unbelievably unbelievability I have in it, I had a dude rip somebody's heart out and have it beating in his hand. While I had he the Ark of Covenant melt people's faces. He had. No, my moment was watching Indiana Jones with Last Crusade the first time, and the knight turns around like, yeah. that guy's like 380 years old or whatever. That's not real. Wait, hold on. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Last movie. <laughs> apparently, he doesn't stay young, you know, even though he's drinking from the Grail. Was he drinking every one? No, he's, every fifty no, years. He's, he's he's blessed by God as the protector. Yeah, I know. He's he's frozen in time to some yes. degree. Obviously, ages he can't pick up the sword anymore. To say he was his age then. That's what it was frozen at. So he yeah. was never young. He never got younger. Uh, so, so he was already so in his was, late yeah, hundreds, sixties or whatever, <laughs> <His> late hundreds. <laughs> Which would be the idea of the same, the same thing with whoever would drink from the Grail. It would stop right. and give you immortality. He was Dumbledore's age when he yeah. got to the point where he's the watching is, the you Grail. You think of it yeah. as if he drinks from the Grail, even as he's first there, 
he has immortality. Yes. He can still be killed by an outside action. Correct. So when the temple collapses on him, he's dead. Yes. He's like, cool. I get Now I get to go. And then he gets to the pearly gates like, you kill a lot of people in the Crusades. Bye. <laughs> um, but to, to your point, yes. So the, the last Crusade was supposed to, or um, the Lucas wanted to do sci-fi thing and Spielberg kept saying no, yeah. no, no. And then uh, apparently somebody had enough money to be like, hey, do this. And they change it to where it's not necessarily aliens, but it's like it's beans from another dimension. It's the same damn thing. Like, <laughs> calm down. It was the thing that intrigues me with this is James Manigold doing. Because I don't think Manigold will do a script that's that stupid, but I'm ready to be proven wrong. I, I, I'm not excited for the film as much as I have trepidation for it. Yeah, yeah but it just makes you wonder now. You know, knowing that we know that it does take place with Nazis, knowing that we know something like that. Now that he's got, we know, he's got the cat on the brain, so it's no meowing, no <laughs> meowing, <laughs> meowing that we know. Um, no. You got to wonder if this is Nazis that have like you know well, settled. It's the 60s now. If it's like in the sixties when they were in Argentina. I was about to say, yeah. That's mm. gonna be like, they use Nazis in GI Joe Special Missions number two. Sure. Remember some some of all no not is it some of all fears? Which one is the Ben Affleck Tom Clancy movie? Some of all fears. Some, yeah, of, some all fears, of all fears. Yeah. Remember they made them Nazis. Yeah. Be, yeah. Because in the book they're um, they're they're uh, Russians, aren't they? No, they're like. Um, uh, they're Middle Eastern terrorist, ah. like Islamic. Mm-hmm. Didn't they overall, two thousand one though. Two, I think maybe? it came out after. Yeah. But it was also like, well, we can't use them because there is an anti-Muslim defamation league. Yeah. The only the, the only villains you can use now are Nazis, right? Yeah. The only the only group if you're going to put a group together, mm. you know, if Nazis it is and like, KKK, yeah. <laughs> which are Nazis, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, if you're just like, oh, no, these are the Palestinians. Ah, mm, no, nope, I don't think you can use them. These are the Russians. Ah. Yeah, it's 2002. No, let's not use the they're Russians. They're Al-Qaeda. No, wait, no. You know, we're, we're trying to work things out with them. Yeah, they're, they're ISIS. Maybe, but don't make it super clear. That's what, like, watching... Um, <laughs> they're North Korean. Okay, we can go there. Uh, watching um, uh, um, the Amazon, Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, they actually use those people as bad guys. All right, look at that. These people aren't afraid of nothing. This is more realism. That show is so good. Why is there not a third season yet? God damn it. Because of COVID? Yeah. Well, fuck COVID. That's who he fights in the third season. I, COVID? Know, <laughs> that's one of the ones I, I have to watch. We just finished. COVID? Uh, yes, COVID. Uh, there probably will be a series of COVID before long. Jack Ryan, so. season three. COVID. Quiet Place, Quiet Place three. Uh, no, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Jack Ryan. I want to see that one. Jack Ryan is excellent. Second uh, season is second season is one of those ones I finished in two days. That's rare for me with an hour long live action show. Yeah, how many episodes is that? Eight. Sweet Tooth is amazing. Uh, Queen's Gamut is off the charts. We finished that this week. Physical is really good. And uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is amazing. If you're uh, Ted Lasso is one of the few I want to see, but I don't have Apple Plus. But now that I saw the trailer for Cecily Strong oh. and Keegan Michael Kells, Shimodin, Shimodagon, whatever it is, yep. they go to like this this mystical town that they can't escape. And it looked hilarious. I'm like, damn it, I think I'm getting yeah. Apple Plus. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Which means I can, watch, is, I can watch that Tom Hanks movie and I can watch Ted Lasso. Uh, and then, and, and like C is on there, which is really good. The Chase of Momoa show. 
Look, where they're blind. Bro, I'm not watching anything I have now. I know. I have, I have nine episodes of freaking Jeopardy still on my DVR. Well, the funny thing about Apple TV is that they gave it to you free last year when you bought an Apple device. Mm-hmm. But, and then, then they extended it. So now, all of their season two stuff is starting in July, like the second week of July, and... Their subscript, their free subscription runs out mm-hmm. the first week of July. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the smartest marketing things. You get Why all these people Disney hooked. Plus only gave you seven days for yep. stuff that was weekly. You get a, you get everybody hooked, and then you're going. Oh, by the way, next week you get to see season two. You also noticed when that expired was like three quarters of the way for Disney was it expired like three quarters of the way through yep. Mandalorian. Yep, like this will not be here in yeah. December yep. for you to just you know tag the Mandalorian and then turn. It's not the HBO thing where everyone's like, yeah, I just get it. I get it for one month, and I watch all Game of Thrones, yep. and then I'm out. Mm-hmm. And Apple Plus is one of the streaming services that gives you either one or two episodes per week. Yeah, at this point, it's just stuff that's already there. <laughs> well, I... mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's so much. <laughs> so speaking of SNL, <laughs> Colin Chost said, you know, or excuse me. Chode? I say Colin Jost. I'm combining the two of them. Chost. Colin Jost. <laughs> Colin Jost. Chode Smoker. When he was, was uh, Scarlett Johansson, when she was doing some uh, press for Black Widow, said that that when Colin was doing or reading lines with her, well, she he, want, he was doing lines with her. He was doing lines with her. No script lines that oh he, they were on the script. Yeah, they were on the script. That he <laughs> no, would make her tell her tell him when there was a spoiler coming because he wants to go into the movie to see it spoiler free. Well, isn't mm-hmm. he a nerd? Uh, yeah, he's a comic book. He's a comic book here's, guy. Here's the here's the problem I have with it. Scarlett Johansson could easily hire somebody to run lines with her. She's got to run it. <laughs> she with has an assistant yeah. for Christ's sake that could. <laughs> Hell, Michael Che can roll. <laughs> no, but well, I think you got to think about it. I think it. it's cool that her husband does run lines with her. They were, not if he doesn't want to know about the movie. Well, Beth run, Beth would run lines with me when I was acting. Yeah, Ar- but I not, run lines with Arabella. You're not in Black Widow. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> if Beth is in Black Widow, first off, you would you would die. I'd kill her. Yeah. Um, but if it, if she's running lines with you, you'd be like, no, I don't want to know that. Yeah, I, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that. Yeah. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that. She'd be like, fuck. And then she'd go and just run lines with Ethan. Right. <laughs> and Ethan would go, and I you'd don't be so that. pissed off. <laughs> Ethan's like, I don't want to. No, he wouldn't say it out loud, though. That's, that's true. That's true. true. It's like, okay, I'll just run lines with you. Yeah, sure, Beth. I'll, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of really cool of Colin to do that. I mean, I, I, I always like I'm going to be completely honest. You think it's bullshit? It's total bullshit. You think so? That whole story is bullshit. You think so? Oh, yeah. That story is complete, utter bullshit. That he doesn't run lines with her? No, that he, that mm, I, I didn't want to know the spoilers. Ha ha. She's doing press, right? Yes. She needs stories oh, to that do is press. True. I'll, I'll give you. Okay, yes. What is she going to say? Yeah, during COVID, uh, I just, you know, or, hell, it's before COVID because it was before. shot before. Yeah. Yeah. Even before that. Yeah. Um, I didn't see my husband a lot because he works Matter for fact, SNL didn't they start and he's the head writer. So he. It was supposed to come out before the whole pandemic started. But didn't wasn't they? It? But didn't they? It sh- start shooting before they were married. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they were living together. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, but even the, look, they seem like they seem like lovely people. <laughs> um, I don't think she ever thought she'd find her husband on the set of SNL. Right. He's a busy dude. <laughs> She's a busy woman. They're not running lines together, and he's going. Oh, I don't want to know. It's, it's bullshit. What happened was she was running lines, and he walked in the room, 
And they're, they're like, starting, starting cooking. They're, st- <laughs> they're starting to be a spoiler. And he goes, no, 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 spoilers, 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 and walked out of the no, room. But it could be something like we were laying in bed and I was reading over my script before we went to bed. And she was and reading was it like, out loud? Yeah, it, or something like that. It, it's, you know, it's, it's not like. It's a publicist who wrote the story. Yeah, that, that sounds it. like. That's the because problem. it's a cute story. Yeah, it's a very cute story. It's just like I never believe any single person that's just like, oh, this was a great director to work for. And it's like, what is he going to say? Like, I would love to have Megan Fox be honest when she's doing the press for Transformers 2 going, you know what? Michael Bay's a dick, and I can't stand working for him. And then, like, roasts him or whatever. Like, they became friends George again. Lucas was an idiot. He That's didn't know the, what he was doing as a director. Did you not see Carrie Fisher yes. roast Lord George Lucas? It yes. was awesome. But yes. it, she didn't during, you know, she didn't come out during Empire and say, you know what? Irvin Kershner and Correct. I were great. Lawrence Kazan wants to kill me because I rewrote his script on the fly. Yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be that yeah. actor that's mm-hmm. telling people. Because because Lawrence Kazan's script was so good. I got this great script. So I, none of that stuff. Anything that well, it's detrimental in both ways. Either one to your career or two to the movie that you're. But he, but the other thing paid is for basically you, when they go for these press junkets, right? The actor sits down in a room. And they stay in the room for like four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The press keeps coming in and out. And so they have right? the same story. So they story get, they over get and the over same again. story over and over again. But then all of a sudden, Entertainment Weekly locks in. Oh, we got to give them a different story. You know, this isn't the new story. And it, it's such a cute story because they always end up with always the good stories. You Unless know? you're that, that press Access guy. Access Hollywood comes in. That asks Robert Downey Jr. about his drug <laughs> conviction, yeah. uh, convictions. Those are usually not people who are in Hollywood. <laughs> right. And he gets up and just leaves. That's well, the, the one with... Um, which is odd because Robert Downey Jr. What has the, magnets what was, what was the one of his the, mugshot. It, who was the one that did the interview with Keira Knightley? <sighs> Where they like they sit down and the and the author looks at Kira Knightley or the the interviewer is like, wow, you look rough, you look tired, and she's just like, fuck you. And the other guy said the same thing. He's like, how yeah, yeah. dare you? Like that's not yeah. a question. I can't it, remember I think, who it was. He was. I think it was one of the British uh, newspapers or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't remember who the actor was, but it was kind of you know. I think it was well, no, it wasn't Kira. Well, it was because they were together, and like Kira Knightley was with a different actor as with well. Whatever, whatever movie she was in at the time, yeah. doing press for it. The two of them. I remember there, seeing and, that. Yeah, yeah he but came I, in. It's it's a it's like a meme or a gif or whatever. Mm. And apparently, before they started the actual interview, he says to Kira Knightley, "Wow, you look rough. You look tired. You know, whatever it is, you look tired. Or you look rough." And she got pissed. She was like, fuck you to say that. And he says the same thing. Like, how dare you ask that question? Mm-hmm. Like, that's BS. Why would you say that to her? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you've seen it in a couple places. But that's where, like. Although he, Ryan Reynolds door. seems like he'd be fun to interview. Because I've seen him take the questions from the, the interviewer and start reading them and interviewing the interviewer. Right. Because mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds has done, just like all the other people that have done this. They've done this a million times. Oh, cool. You of course. have to do something different. Yes. The best thing that ever happened to Samuel Jackson was getting interviewed by the KTLA guy, Sam Rubin. Yeah. And him telling like, you think I'm... Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> you think I'm Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> we look different, Sam. <laughs> You've been asking me these questions. <laughs> you think I'm Lawrence Fishburne. Not all black you people don't know are the same. Exactly. <laughs> because but Lawrence, that, but that, the funny that, thing about Lawrence Fishburne is he was... You know, he was on the radio as L.A.'s movie expert. He's on no, TV. No, no, Sam Rubin. Sam Rubin. Yeah. Sam Rubin is a gigantic Oh, he's a, he's a no, he's yeah, terrible. He's, tor- he's uh, horrible. The people that were defending him on the KTLA site, I'm like, look, Sam Rubin, if Sam Rubin can't be bothered to figure out who he's interviewing, if he doesn't have that piece of paper five minutes before or what he channel gets a, he's video, on. a video interview with Sam Jackson, he's not looking at it yeah. It is Samuel Jackson. <laughs> it is Samuel L. Jackson. And starts talking about, he's in the Matrix. He didn't do... The, the 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 minimum of what they're doing. Anyone that I would even think to interview, I'm looking at 
you know, I'm he's going not to do doing the whole his job IBD. as a journalist. Exactly. Correct. He, because he thinks he knows better. He yeah. knows that the, oh, this guy was in the Matrix. No, he wasn't. Because if he was, the third one would probably go. Hey, so <laughs> speaking of Scarlett Johansson, she's going. It was announced this week. That she's she, not in the Matrix. No, but she's in Tower of Terror. Well, which this one makes no sense. She, yeah, it's not. It's not confirmed that she's in it, but she is producing it. She is producing it. She is an, a, an executive producer for a movie about the Tower of Terror. Not necessarily the Disney ride, but the mythology behind yeah. the Tower of Terror well, story. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure it's got some elements with Disney because it's probably going to be a Disney project. Oh, it's a Disney. And they're going to tear down Galaxy or a Guardian's <laughs> yeah. ride and Turn replace out. it with the Tower of Terror again. That's the, when I first thing I, when, I, when I read it, I was like, that'd be freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Although back. they can't because they incorporated the whole thing of the collector bringing oh, they his can. museum to They're not going Earth. to. It stands out in, in Marvel Land, basically, yeah. or the but, Avengers Campus now. But in Marvel Land, you, you have these cracks that are... are the, yes, the, you have the Kirby crack. The Kirby all crack. Here's the thing. You can't say can't. I know. You can. They true. can't. They're not going to. Right. The, the, even they're <laughs> not stupid enough to be like, dude... $5 million refurb for four months because we're releasing one movie with Scarlett Johansson in it. The funny thing of it being a Disney film, if it happens, is the Tower of Terror is not owned by Disney. That's the reason it's not in California Adventure. Anymore. Correct. It's a CBS property based off of the Twilight Zone. They were paying CBS, and they still are in Florida because they can't change it to Guardians yet until the deal with uh, Universal falls mm, through or, right. or ends or whatever. So there's still a Tower of Terror in one of their parks. So that yeah. makes sense in terms of having the film. But I thought it was hilarious that they would do that film, considering it's not a it's not a Disney property uh-huh. that they own. They'd have to pay CBS Paramount in order to do it. Right. So see, the end of the movie after the you know, it turns into the Guardian. No, no, wait, 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 wait. After the credit, the after credit scene is the collector coming down and turning the Tower of Terror into the Gardens of the Galaxy Museum. I think <laughs> I think if they did that, it would be all worth the movie. I don't care what the movie would have been before it. I think if they would do that, they're not going to do that. No, I know they're not. <laughs> that, that would be the most worthless piece of entertainment ever. Yeah, but I, don't it would care be the about, funniest. I don't care about the first two hours. I just care about the after credit scene. Well, if you put Wolverine in any, that, that's you, like saying, do, like, you, dude, Avengers sucked. That shawarma scene was awesome. <laughs> but, but you've even said it. If you were doing even an Avengers film and the after credit scene was, just Wolverine's claw coming out, that, that, or Wolverine. No, if you give if that's you, all people are going to talk about. I didn't talk about here, but you know, you said the movie is worth it. No, I don't care about the movie. That's what I'm saying. I know. Yes, if if you give me a terrible Eternals film, but the end of it is you know Ford showing up, that movie still isn't good. <laughs> I'd be more pissed that they wasted that after credit scene, <laughs> my favorite X Men, on that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's also played by Bill Burr, and he's ripped like crazy. You really want Bill Burr to be? No, God, no. I'm just Forge? trying to think of a, a comedian. Who would you? You'd have to find someone who has Native, Native American. Native American, yeah. I was there's uh, there was one, uh, and Native. it can't be West Duty. He's too old. <laughs> <laughs> because West Duty was the Native American from 1990 to like 2005. Do you want to see a Tower of Terror movie? I don't care, but you won't ride the ride, so God it doesn't no. matter. There's you no won't way. ride the ride. I won't no, ride and he shouldn't. Ethan, it's funny. <laughs> Mikey, you ride the ride, right? Yeah, yeah Mikey, Mikey, Mikey has no fear. You and, I, you and I. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey has a death wish. Mikey went on that stupid ride at the um, the stratosphere. Oh, where they're like, <laughs> Yeah, but Mikey, you won't down. jump out of an airplane, will you? He already I has. Did. When did you? When I turned 10. 
No, <laughs> no well, you're pushed out of Beth, your plane at 10. Beth and I did that on our... We did that on our 10th anniversary. My 30th, I uh, yeah. went skydiving. Which is about that. Um... Okay, so yeah, okay, yo, he would, he would, he's gotten no. So it's it's, it's weird, and no one can see this but us. But the cross diagonal of this table right mm-hmm. now yes. is the two people sitting across from each other are the two people that won't, the two people who know who they are, are and know that, falling. that that ride is not going to be good. And then the other two people are my the two former, people that don't give a shit. They'll jump out of a plane at thirty thousand feet. My former coworker, my friend Kirk, we call Wood Sprite. He went to Disney last week or the week before. He's telling the stories with his friends, and he ended up going on. He did not want to do Tower of Terror because he's like me. He does not enjoy the sensation of falling. It's not a fear of heights. Mm-hmm. The sensation of, of falling. falling. The sincere, yeah, the sensation of falling does not is not good for you. He did it <laughs> it's not out good of for you. out of uh, that's my that's the peer my pressure. Thing. He held on to that thing. Like, yes, he the, hated there's it. a little strap. He yes. walked out of it. He was dizzy. He was sick. He felt terrible. And I was like, why'd you go in? Well, my friends wanted me to do it. Like, that's yeah, but that, stupid. But that's because he worked himself up to that then, too. Yes, you have that anxiety already and that fear. Yeah. So you can't enjoy it. So no. So you can't even that's, let go. That's what I'm saying. Let, you can't I can't let go. enjoy it either. I can, there's no way I'm going to let go of it. I I will go through the line mm. to walk out of the, the you know, the, 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 yeah. the chicken the bitch door. door. Yeah, the, 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 the chicken door. Um, and then I'm, pro- I'm sure that's probably stairs coming back down. It oh is. Oh, my God. It, it is. Woo. <laughs> By the time I get done, they'll be off, they'll the, be ride. off the ride. <laughs> like, like we're, we're in line for Midway Mania. I'm on my way. Hold on. It's, I, it's my sense yeah. of balance is awful, and I can't walk downstairs anymore. Um, at least not very well. The last so, time we did the ride, I, I'd never seen the... The bitch door? The, yes. <laughs> I, or, or the stairs. Because, you know, I always do the ride. And for some reason, whatever cab we got into was right next to it. And the door was open. Mm. And you see the stairs. And I'm like, mm. oh, mm-hmm. that's how Chris and Ethan would get there. Yep. It's like, I'll go through the line. I have no problem going through the line. Well, you want to go through the line because it has all the, yeah. the little elements. I was like, yep, yeah, I'll go through the <laughs> No, it's funny because I have to, and, and now we're going on a tangent. I have to work my tangent up. Now? Yeah. I have to work myself up on certain rides. Like I still can't ride Splash Mountain, but you know, like for example, we met, we mentioned this as an example. Pirates has a drop that's similar. I've said a little, it's a little no, less. It's not similar. It's, 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 it's about like, twenty feet less. Yeah, it's a little less. I've gone on Space Mountain. I won't ride that again because I already know Woo! that I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you bird Space Mountain. Woo! Yeah. That's a wrestling reference there, Chris. Um, so, Ric Flair. What I always tell people when they, when they tell me, like, oh, no, you'll be fine. Like, the first drop in Pirates bugs me. I can do it. I have no problem with it in terms of, like, oh, my God. But it well, still bugs me. Dark. Hmm? Mm-hmm. You're also in Dark on that one. It's too. also because I know it. I've ridden that ride well, since yeah, I was six. That, but no. even then, when I, was in, your way through right when I was in the high school, I didn't want to ride it very often. Mm-hmm. I didn't like riding it at all. I went on Thunder Mountain because enough people had told me, like, look, if you're going to do one of the coasters, do Thunder Mountain. A lot of it is open in the air. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, you know, you, you, you're just... And but when he, I wrote it, three quarters of the way back, first time I wrote it, yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about it outside of me saying goat when you see the goat because I knew it was coming. <laughs> but see, but, the, but when, then, hold on. When I wrote it be right behind the engine, I really enjoyed it because one, I had been on it before, so I knew what to expect. And two, like right behind the engine, you see where everything's coming. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Someone like you, you probably wouldn't the, enjoy that the, as much. You have to be in the front car. Yeah. But Big Thunder Mountain also has, it doesn't have that drop. You know, mm-hmm. No. The you real drop. drop because it's, even it's when you're slow. going up, you know, that, that 
80 degree angle. Yeah, that's just to do it in the spiral. Right. You don't drop at the end of that uh, that up like you would on a lot of roller coasters. You go around and then yeah. you have a you know you slide drop. It the, you do, yeah, the Guardians space yeah. um, space space the drop out things, bro. <laughs> um, Splash space, Mountain, yeah. space Mountain. Those all like, have drops. To me, even even Splash the Splash Gar- Mountain has multiple drops. Yeah, no. Well, it doesn't have. I mean, it has. It they're has little very small. drops. Yeah, the last still, one is the only one that's right. like. I would really consider big. those little drops to be like Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. whereas yeah, still you have a big drop. It's mm-hmm. a fifty foot drop. Space Mountain doesn't drop. No, Space Mountain doesn't. I mean, uh, Pirates. Excuse me, Pirates. Yeah. No, I know the, the two drops on Pirates are. You know, Space Mountain doesn't really have a drop. When you get up there, you start spin, you know spiraling around. Isn't it, but, someone said it's like it's the same track as as Thunder Mountain. Like it's laid out the no. same. You have Is that not true? You, it's longer than Thunder Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when I think of drops, I'm thinking of Splash Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Like, Big Thunder look, Mountain doesn't have that do, major drop. No, a lot of my... If, if I didn't do Jurassic Park the ride, yeah. I'm not doing a drop ride. Right. Because I'm not Steven Spielberg and able to get off when the T-Rex <laughs> head comes through and tries to kill you. I mean, when even, I read that, I was so pissed. I'm like, F you, man. We, we talked about the Star Wars, the, the Galaxy's Edge, the, you know, the Batu rides. And we talked about how you would you would do probably do better on Rise than you would yeah. on. Yeah, and I know the Rise Falcon. has a Rise, Rise has a does drop have on a it. drop, but you know, I, it's I, the same we're not going to dr- talk about it. But it does have a. It feels more significant than probably what it is. That's the same thing with Indy. Yes, when I, when I went the first or second time, I went with Shelley, and I talked about the fact that the Pirates ride, you know, Pirates Caribbean drop, bothered me more mm-hmm. or bothered me. She was like. And Indy doesn't. I'm like, no. One, it doesn't feel anywhere near as steep. And you also stop halfway down. Right. Mm-hmm. You like go and then to the port, and then you just kind of go on to the bottom as the the boulder is supposedly hitting you or whatever. Speaking of Indy and that spot, we got stuck 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 there. You know, right when you're going through and they're shooting, and they're blowing the darts at you, <laughs> and right after that, where it gets dark before the boulder, we got stuck right there, and we sat there for the longest time. It's a, good thing. it's a good thing that's not a real actor. Yeah, and I looked over. It was at, supposed to be, <laughs> but I looked over at Beth and I said, "When the boulder starts, only look at the jeep, because when the boulder starts, we know this from the Imagineering, is that they try to figure out a way to make the boulder look like it's coming at you and the car going back. Mm-hmm. The way they figured out doing it is the car vibrates mm-hmm. and the boulder comes at you, but the car doesn't move. It feels like you're going back because the boulder's coming at you." It's an optical illusion, mm. but it's an optical illusion. So, but it's funny as we were sitting there, and we got stuck before this happened. And then when it happens, it's the weirdest thing. You know, when you see the first the, the three guys at the end and they're blowing the dart, or the mm. four guys at the end and they're blowing the darts, we started giving them names. At one point, I named them the Beatles because we sat there for the longest freaking <laughs> time. And then after the boulder, right there when you're with the Indiana Jones character, we get stuck again. Did you go through all the progressions? <laughs> went through like the three five of them. different yeah. lines or whatever, or three different lines? <laughs> we went through three of it's them. Always, it's my, my joke is the it starts with, you don't know which one you're going to get. You have chosen wisdom. And you don't know what you're going to get at the end. Why did it have to be tourists? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing to do on that ride. What even changes when, when you, you first see him at the door when he's pushing back? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like two different There's ones. like two or three different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing is 
making fun of the driver <laughs> as you're going like don't no why are you crossing the bridge look at that bridge and, oh don't go over the bridge. Right, this one why are you in the snake room why did we go into snakes make the <laughs> well the funny thing is i was the driver it. this time and i finally went and we had a cast member in it because they were doing his you know the social distancing mm-hmm. and we had a cast member back there and we get to one point and My i went cast master remember had covid and i went <laughs> forget it i'm not gonna drive anymore i'm just gonna let it go and see what happens. That's funny. Like, I was on one where there was just like a Best kid going, no! I was right behind him. And I was just relentless. Like, don't want, oh, come on. And then we get to the end. And we're like, woo. And like, I knew you'd get us out of here. No, <laughs> faith in you the entire time. Um, <coughs> I saw this this week and I thought it was interesting, but also not so interesting is that Smallville is getting an animated series sequel. I know definitely the thing we want to talk about on the podcast is stuff that's not that interesting. <laughs> this is so not relevant now. Especially since Nothing you the CW have... has done in 10 years has been relevant. Correct, but you already have another Superman and Lois show. That's why you're doing an animated one. I understand you're doing an animated. It's getting the original cast members back, minus one. Because they're not doing anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Well, they um, well, one of them's in prison. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. The other one was almost in prison. <laughs> that's... Chloe's that story becomes Who? becomes Chloe. Um, one played Mac. No, yeah, I know she played she, Chloe. It was oh, Chloe. Played Chloe. That's yeah, what it was. Allison Mac's her name. Allison Mac. Yeah, I knew that See, one. Mac and, what was the other Mac one? That was uh, Kristen Kirk went with her like the first time. Yes, uh, and then was like, I don't want to be a part of this. This is uh, a sex cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be that's the interesting part when they released the and cast. Dean Kane has really not cared about this thing. Uh, he can't. They're not going to put Dean Kane in it. Not <laughs> mean Dean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why Dean Cain was the only Superman that wasn't in. Sorry, the only Superman that was still alive that wasn't in that crossover episode. Well, the, uh, the crossover episode was that what, what I was thinking of just now. Yeah, Dean Cain isn't is it? Because yeah, isn't in it because everyone thinks Dean Cain is a is a giant asshole. Yes, him and Scott Bayo running for president. Oh, Kevin God, Sorbo, jeez, jeez, and Gene Will Wheaton. Well, Wheaton's not a Republican. It's I'm making a joke because of uh, Ready Player One. Nothing with Ready Player One is funny Shut or up. good or anything. <laughs> Shut up. We have differences of opinion on this one. Yeah. Mine is right and yours is wrong. Yours is not right. Oh, mine is totally right. You know what? Just because of that, I'm going to... No, I can't this week. I was going to say I was going to listen to Ready Player One this week, but... You can listen to... I don't care. Nope. High Republic comes out this week. I know it does. Why do you think I finally finished a book I've been reading for five years? <laughs> Started it three times. Yep. I picked up White Flyer, and I'm like, I'm going to finish this. And then I finished it, and I was like, well, that was really good. I'm glad I finally finished that book. Uh, anybody watch the new Suicide Squad trailer? Nope. nope. I don't need another freaking trailer. Just play the stupid movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the jo- that's the that's... joke. You turn it on, it's the whole movie. Well, there was also <laughs> Shang-Chi released another video er, trailer this week. I made it what? less than an hour before they ruined that one. I still don't. Well, no, I, I think I know which one. What, what, one that thing, do you see the big one or the smaller yeah, was, one? Was the first one the teaser, the physical or size. is this one the actual? The first, this is the official this trailer. This is the, is the official trailer. trailer. Yeah, I, I saw the big one. I saw I saw one with. I see. Oh, I, did you see the bigger character? Physical yes. size. Yes, the bigger character. Okay. Oh, damn it! Now you guys ruined it. Well, you Ping. saw one of them. What well, Mandarin? Ping ping poo. No. See, I saw Mandarin. Okay, then you didn't. You didn't see either of them. Well, fuck me! You just told me one of them. I didn't tell you anything. Fing Fang Foo's in it. I'm not telling you. Well, you said the largest one. 
We're not saying say anything. Larson said it was bigger oh, than the on. other one. Even, even Mikey said it right off. It's bigger than the other but one, I and neither of them are managers. Well, that's what I'm guessing. Who else would you if have you, in If it? you want to know, we'll tell you after the podcast. No, if I'm going to know, I'm going to watch the trailer. I watched the trailer because I had two people, the first three comments on the Hasbro Pulse release of the, um, was it Sylvia? Sylvia. Sylvie. Sylvie. Sylvie was, guys, I've been waiting for this character for all these years, and you give me this instead of this character. You should have uh, given me this character because it's in the trailer. Uh, like, well, that one's uh, ruined. <laughs> I purposely, I and then saw someone, that, someone I screenshot saw that post the other and I, one. And I, uh, I purposely did not go through with it. I went in it just to see if there was, because sometimes they'll put in the comments when it, you know, like, oh, it's going to be in the fall yeah. for the release. So I went in to find the Hasbro Pulse comment mm. to see if it was anything, and sure enough. You can see at the very beginning was, of the trailer, like within five seconds of it, you see a character on a horse, and he kind of pushes his arm down, and you see like rings come off of it. Yeah, we saw that in like, the original, didn't we? Yeah. I don't remember it in the original. Okay. And I'm like, because well, I remember fuck, that. That's move. the Mandarin right there. No. No. Oh. It's not. Really? Really. Well, now you got. <laughs> Damn it, Sir Ben Kingsley's but, not in it. Damn it, I'm the one that's usually oh, he probably the, is. the trailer. Oh, I, know, yeah. one I haven't watched the trailer. Things are getting ruined for me because people are posting it on their stories and we're ruin on it Instagram. Today, period. Just watch I'm, it. I'm going through my stories and someone is like, oh man, I can't believe Shang-Chi's fighting this character. I was, like, I was so mother. hoping Fing Fang Fu would be in it, but I wanted to be surprised for it. Well, I wanted to too, it. but I had both of them in so I just watched it. So I will say you. that there's one thing with that trailer. There is no Aquafina in it. Yeah, she's in huh. one shot, and I'm like, hmm. I now wonder. I have, now I'm going to watch the trailer. Really cut this film. Yeah, that's terrible. Tame down. The I haven't seen thing, what like the jokiness. second cameo is, but I know of the bigger one. Might as well see it now. I guess so. Fing Fang Foo is the biggest one. You still got what? Two months before this comes out. Three months before September. This comes out? Hey, you don't have to watch yeah. any other trailer, so I know you don't know what content. I wasn't watching this trailer. trailer. You. you there was th- at this point, it's too long. I tried I, to go as I long know. as I could, and then at the point that I learned one and figured out the second one, I'm like, "Well, I might as well see it in the trailer rather than." Although I can say I, I made it all the way up to riding Rise of the Resistance. That's different than a trailer. See- yes, you're correct. Without seeing, you didn't have 45 spoiled. people on your Facebook page go, guys, check out the. The Rise of the Resistance thing with Darth Vader in it. But uh, I mean, yes. there's someone who literally put in, check out Shang-Chi with X. And I'm like, uh, that's what I hate. Bro, about this. come on. Yeah. It's the same thing. They're just like, there's four months before the movie. Um, you know what's not what really getting spoiled now is Loki. We we have a new Loki. I don't think there's... there's the thing is, is, there's nothing like... Uh, um, a character to spoil. There's nothing like WandaVision to spoil. Right. But even because the it's, trailers... it's a progressive piece. Yes, once once you knew who the villain was, which right. everybody figured out because oh, I went to IMDb. You know, it's the girl. Shut up! I'm like, well, thanks. <laughs> Would have been nice to to have that that's, secret because I didn't heartless. go to IMDb. Come on, you know who she is. No, She's a villain. It's Mephisto. Yes, then Mephisto's in every single episode. That should be that should be the post credit scene. <laughs> it's just Mephisto. There's no post credit scene. Hi guys. Series. They just hire someone to put well, they in like, for the very last makeup and well, everything. Yeah, yeah, like they did with Wanda, but they didn't do that with Falcon and Winter but, Soldier. There's nothing. Right. Oh wait, no, there is. Isn't there? Yep. Well, there's a couple. Isn't there? Like I one think or two. There, I think there's one in the last episode because it's the yeah. it's the U.S. agent, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. You see fully U.S. I can't agent. remember if that was in the 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 kind of. Denouement after the, the yes, battle. It was. It was. Well, I couldn't remember if it was that or if it was after the actual credits. Like it's actually it's after the 
After the ones with the name the pictures, credits, yeah. you know, okay. of the so stars. It's, it's like a mid credit scene. Yes, yeah. mid credit scene. There you go. And it was of him becoming. No, I know. I, I saw it. I yes. just couldn't remember where it was. I know, but I'm just saying for the audience. point of saying yes, there, there isn't. There isn't in Wanda. There isn't an mid. There isn't an end credit scene. Until there is the second to last episode, and then the last one. You gotta let me finish the Sorry. sentence. Go ahead, Jesus. I know you know everything. Calm the fuck down. You know what he doesn't know. <laughs> Who's in Shang-Chi? <laughs> That's because he won't he won't watch the post credits trailer. Um, but yeah, it'd be it'd be hilarious if the end of Loki we go through in the credits and then it's just Mephisto sitting there in hell, like, why is everybody talking about me? Like, this is great. Sort of like a shawarma scene, just yeah. like it yeah. has nothing to do with it. It's him it's him hanging out with Omega Red. It's every version <laughs> And Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. now, it's every version of Mephisto uh, and Omega Red sitting oh God, there. You know what they should do? They should show the hand pop up with the glove, the blue glove. Shink! And then it goes wide. It's just Loki. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All that would he be, just turns himself. You know, oh, he, he just figures himself uh, or whatever. No, what they do that is that, be but it's Hugh Jackman. Thing. And then it turns no, into Loki. It's, 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 it's Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman with the glove. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. the glove. It's Hugh Jackman, shink, and then it goes out and you see his face. And then it, he, you know, it does the magic reveal or whatever, and it's just, it's just Loki. Got gotcha. Middleton Loki gotcha. just like, just kidding, and just walks yeah, away. That'd be so uh, good. But it would be so cool because you start with the blue glove, yeah. <laughs> the original glove, or the excuse me, the, the original X Men glove. Yeah, the little metal. Yeah, the little yeah. metal things. Yeah. It's everything that you would from the '90s cartoon. Yeah. It's the it's the classic blue and yellow. And, and as and you keep Hugh pulling Jackman out. in it, because he never wore it. Right. Yeah. It's him in the, you know, and he pulls the mask back or whatever. Then that little <laughs> green thing comes down, and it's just Tom Hiddleston as Loki going, ah, just kidding. I don't care. He just walks away. From <laughs> now on, whatever the end of Loki is, it's not going to be as good as that. No, it's the same <laughs> thing as saying any trailer you saw for episode <sighs> seven should have just been J.J. Abrams walking out and like, you're going to see it. And yeah, he just walks yeah. out. Or the Jar Jar one where he just reads the script. Misa gonna be in the movie one! Misa, Misa Fallen Jedi? Misa in the movie! Misa the Doc Menace? Jar Jar is back, bitches! And then just oh, runs back and forth on the screen. God. And if they could have kept that a secret, like, we're dropping the trailer. It's just gonna be in front of Wing Commander or whatever. Wing. Go see it. And you go see it. And it's just like... What, what the, the hell is that? Wing Commander? Wasn't it in front of Wing Commander? Yes, it was. Yeah. It was in front of Wing Commander. It was the only reason anybody went to see it. No. Uh, that or is that episode uh, joke. Seven. What was the, the Brad Pitt that... Uh, Joe, meet Joe, Joe cool. Volcano? Meet Joe, Joe cool. Black. Meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black was number one in the Who theater. Who was Meet Joe Black? Did you turn into Jar Jar? <laughs> meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black. <laughs> Favorite Brad Pitt movie, I, Meet I Joe Black. I thought you guys were talking about episode seven. That's why no, I'm no, like, no. Wing Commander. No, no. <laughs> I was like 95. In 1999... Way back in 1999, when Meet Joe Black came out, it was the number one movie in the theater. No, that was Wing Commander. It, Wing Commander wasn't Wing Commander the one that everyone demanded the refund for their tickets. It was the first. They were one. that was, but Meet Joe Black was the first one that showed the first 30 seconds, and people. It was the number I one the movie. Teaser trailer, or maybe it was the full trailer. The, the full trailer, because yes. you looked at. <laughs> After the box office, it was like Wing Commander made $68 million in 1999. Like, what? But it was because people were getting, they, they would, would go, go see and, the trailer and the get trailer. in line and try to see it again and see it again. And see well, it wasn't again. that. They saw the trailer and then they walked out and got refunded. Yes. Yeah. Well, so them. it wasn't a real ticket. It was yeah. that, you know, they were just posting the purchase ticket. They didn't I think that return. was Wing Commanders. That was Wing Commander. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm. But people were going to multiple showings. Of uh, something like me, Joe. Black. Everyone under the age of thirty is listening to this, going, "Why didn't you just watch it on the internet?" 
I remember it. Well, took, did you it watch that me, too, man? It took me two hours to download the trailer to episode two <laughs> at my ex girlfriend's house to watch it over and over and over again. Yep. <laughs> oh god, that was so bad back then. And now it's just ruining trailers on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now we don't have to wait until <laughs> seeing a movie. It's, it's, it's not even that. It. It's not even when they tell you it's going to drop. It always seems to leak the day before. Yeah. Yeah, it's a don't student or tune in tomorrow because we're going to show you the whole trailer of episode seven. It was on yesterday. Yeah. Every time, every time they tried to to hold it till GMA. Yeah, when Good Morning America is like the first the first trailer for Age of Ultron, and the night before it's it's in three thousand spots on YouTube. Yep. Yeah, because someone leaks it, and then Marvel's like, just put it out because at this right. point we'd rather them go to our site than go to you know conebone sixty nine dot com as yeah. a. So most people are not going to. Most people are not going to care. I know Ethan and Mikey probably won't care about this, but um, probably not. <laughs> a lot of people are having issue with the new Mikey Snake Eyes. Ha- Mikey has no problem. It doesn't care about anything we talk about. <laughs> it's not going to matter. Um, what he's it? just here to spend time with friends. So the new Snake he doesn't guy- care about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so something to do. <laughs> Look, I'm married now. I need to get out of the house for a couple hours. You know. Like, is that either? It's just like, hey, I just showed up. Um, so the new Snake Eyes movie, a lot of people are having issues with the character of Snake Eyes being Asian American instead of there's a lot of old people Caucasian American that have a problem. Yeah. A lot of older Joe fans. Um, Do they not know there's an Asian underneath that mask? Well, they're or... they're saying he's not American. <laughs> he's not American. He's no, Jesus. Uh, Is that like a car screeching? Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds like a screeching die. I thought it was like Tokyo drifting. I thought, I thought, I like, <laughs> the cat's in heat. Um, <laughs> when the funny thing is, it wasn't until the trailer came out. It wasn't when they announced uh, the gentleman who's playing Snake Eyes because I guess they thought he was just going to wear a mask the whole time. And when the right. movie, he's not wearing a mask because he's not. It's, it's Snake mm-hmm. Eyes' origin, so it's how he becomes Snake yeah. Eyes. And people, you know, enough of them were like, "This isn't real. He should be white, and he should be blonde, and, he's not even and he American. should be, he, he should be blonde." Because you know what they show yes, because- one time in one frame of a comic book, they showed a blonde-haired white man as Snake Eyes. It's not one frame. I know it's not. I'm just his entire time in Vietnam. That's yes. yeah. He he is a white American. What I think a lot of people forget is that Storm Shadow, Tommy mm-hmm. in Vietnam. Is Asian American. Right. He's from San Francisco. Yes. His family comes from Japan. He has Jam- Japanese ancestry. He goes back to Japan to join the um, Arashkagi clan. Mm-hmm. Snake Eyes goes over to, to learn how to be a ninja. Um, this is where I realized that so many of these Joe Bros, that American Ninja movie franchise just gets them so hard. Yes. They're just like, this is a G.I. Joe movie. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a terrible martial arts film that shouldn't really, it's not that good. Um <laughs> Your opinion so far, what you've seen? American Ninja Warrior? I mean, oh. or American Ninja <laughs> American Ninja Warrior? I didn't watch the new trailer. Um, I'm always open to something new. The reason I don't think it'll be good is because I don't think you can do a live action I think you'll hate, film. The one thing I think you'll hate is how he comes up with the name Snake Eyes. I hate the name that he comes up with the name Han Solo. Yes, but that's that doesn't—that's the one moment in that entire film I don't yes. like. So yes. I don't really care. Um, it's not a GI Joe film. It's going to be a—I mean, it's going to be what we had said a GI Joe film should be for a long time, which is more of like a spy espionage thriller. With the new trailer, it does because Cobra is so already established. 
Yeah, well, that's that's uh, Chuck Dixon's run. Yes, Goldberg's been around since you know, like before the Civil War or whatever. But here's the thing: the reason I'm going, brought, to, I'm going to I'm going to see it. You and I'm I, open to. I was going to say, I'm are you and I going to see it together? Because we're the only ones that are Joe fans. I'd like to go see it with you, so that way we can talk about it after. It just depends. I don't even know when it comes out. <laughs> July twenty sixth or twenty first. It's the weekend. They change it like three times. It's like the weekend um, Comic Con. Uh, it's, it's. I'm open to new interpretations. That's the thing. You know, it's just like with Star Wars. the The EU's gone. Here's the new stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm excited for the new stuff. Let's let's do this new stuff. Doesn't take away the EU. Correct. I just bought. They're they're doing the new additions and the 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 yes trade paperback size. Um, with the new logo. Yeah, with the new art and the logo yeah. and everything. I bought the Darth Bane Volume 1 because I'm like, I never read this. Really? No, never read it. So oh, I'll buy it this way. And I'm looking at Heir to the Empire and the other ones, and they just announced, they showed the covers this week. Star Wars Books, Star Wars Publishing showed the covers for the second Darth Bane book. Yep. The last two uh, Heir to the Empire trilogy, the Timothy Zahn mm-hmm. trilogy, um, Dark Force Rising and Last Command. Right? Yes. Is it Dark Force? Yeah, it's Dark Force. Because this is the name of the fleet, the Dark, Dark Force. Dark Force Rising, yes. Yeah. Um, and Rogue Squadron Volume One, which I Rogue love that cover, and I'm buying it for the cover. But I, uh, the the original Rogue Squadron Volume One cover with the original X wings, yeah, yeah, almost like the Death Star. No, they're all amazing, and I all, and I have them all. It's funny because one of the groups I'm in, someone showed that picture, and they were like, you know, I already have these, so I'm not getting yeah. them. I'm like, I already have them, and I am getting them. Yeah, I own Heir to the Empire three times already. I have my original <laughs> book from 1992 or 1991. Mm-hmm. I have the paperback that I bought at a used book sale because I'm like, I want to read this again, but I don't want to recrack my, my thing. And then I bought the 25th anniversary annotated one. I wish they would have done the second two. The first I, one I have in trade paperback, the second two are in hardcover. You should find the first hardcover. I know. I can't imagine it's going to be that expensive. <laughs> All bookstore might have it. I have the trilogy collected in the, the hardcover. Yeah, they did all of them at one. That's like the only. Then they had the the, uh, they had the comics collected comics in one. And, um, but I look at these and it's like, yeah, those stories still exist. I'm perfectly fine. I was open uh-huh. to moving those stories to the side and doing this. I don't need a direct adaptation of GI Joe 26 and 27. Right. You know the the flashback sequences of Snake Eyes' origin as he's running across New York trying to kill Storm Shadow. Um, I've read that. It's there. It's also going to be a 40 minute film. Mm. It takes place in the 80s. Their connection to Vietnam is not going to work now. They'd be 60, 65, Correct. for God's sake. Correct. The technology would not work. Yeah. the tech, you, you could do, if you want to do it as a period piece in the 80s, sure. Sure, do it. They're not going to do that. No. How is that going to appeal to children now? How do you build a franchise off of that? If that leads to the, the bigger argument of the idea that everything in toys now should be geared towards 40-year-old people because they're the only ones buying toys. Look how difficult it is to buy toys I now. Know. Do you think kids are buying toys? I know. That's the, we, Beth and I had this conversation. Everything that I've yesterday. gone through to get GI Joe and Star Wars figures in the last three weeks, four weeks, who, what kids buying toys? I, Beth what and I had to sell there, his body to get some GI Joe. What kid toys? is sitting there in class at ten in the morning going, reload, reload? Oh my god! I got the breaker in the Ram cycle. I walked into Target the uh, two days ago. So all these kids are buying back, and the only figures that they really had in store to buy were the WWE figures. And they had it in the WWE sections. and the McFarlane the McFarlane uh, DC yeah. stuff that has even it. even in Walmart the Masters of the Universe Masters of the Universe stuff you can't really find. You can find a couple. Well that's also because Walmart doesn't really oh my God, stock but when you but when you go to Target 
you can find the Masters of the Universe. They usually only find two figures. There's but the, you can't, yes. Usually it's just He-Man. Okay. And, but Sometimes you can't find any Star Wars. Other you won't than find Quill. Star Wars. You won't find, and the reason that the, the characters that dropped two days ago or whatever, the ones that you you shared, the, the Night Creeper and the Storm yes. Shadow, even though they're six inches, they're, they're like ten bucks. Correct. They do, the, that's the one that's now for kids. Yep. Because they know. Totally. People like me are looking at like, those are stupid. I'm not buying those. But, but I'm for glad sure. they exist. I'm glad they exist. Some of it because I'll buy the Night Creeper because I just want the you'll weapon because I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> you'll buy. I guarantee you, you'll buy the Night Creeper and you'll buy the Red Ninja. No, I have no interest in the Red Ninja. Really? Not even to have two different versions of the Red Ninja? That, that doesn't fit. It the body true. type is so different. It's, it's what people are realizing between Black Series and like Marvel. Yes. When you customize a Marvel figure, it better be an alien because the human doesn't look right. The head doesn't work right. It's not even just the head. The whole body... The way that these superheroes are made no, are very different than what yeah. Luke Skywalker looks like. He looks like the Luke Skywalker that was first released with Power of the Force, where they're like, oh, hey, he's got a Bowflex machine. The 97 on the one, one, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a Rob Liefeld drawing. With like a, uh, it was totally a Rob Liefeld yeah. drawing. With like a six-foot you know, lightsaber. It was like twice the size of what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and then they're like, hey, let's do the special edition, and he's got like a total... In home gym, yeah. yeah, it's just him just ripping. Long. I mean, seriously, Luke Skywalker's shirt, you know, the, the tunic he wears the, yeah. in, in the original movie, the white one, it's open, and he's got like bro pecs, yeah. bro pecs. Yeah, and guys now are like, that line should be half a centimeter to the left on the arm. This is inaccurate. I can't buy it. You bought the Luke that looked like, Luke was basically He Man brought to Tatooine, and so no was so was Han. Both of you, Han was awful. Yeah. That le- the first Leia, oh. even Leia. Oh my! God. That Leia was the worst figure. But here's the thing: we bought them because they were the only Star yeah, Wars figures and we you could liked get. Having them, like, they I did, remember getting they the, the rubber. It's your fault because you guys kept buying them that they kept making no, no, stuff like. I this. bought the figures. He bought the stupid rib- rubber bendum bullshit ones <laughs> that didn't mean anything. Like no, the, the first the first action figures after the original Powers of the Force line in the eighties. Was these really crappy bendum ones, right? That you know they literally have a wire inside a piece of plastic, it's like Gumby. It's, yeah, it was, it was totally Gumby plastic, yeah. And they would come with a Star Wars Galaxy card. Remember the Galaxy cards? I mean, I think you have every seat set, and I think I have every set. Galaxy ones were later than that. They were later than the. But first, they the they re-release. came they came with the Galaxy card. It was like the first time you can get the character card. And that's gonna be after the the release of the yellow backs or the orange backs. No, no, it was way before it. The Galaxy cards didn't come till later. The very first, I don't think. no, no, no. The very first Galaxy cards were. I mean, they were because because the, the books and comics were out. Yeah. Yes, nerds. <laughs> um, Dude, you like wrestling? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ethan's going to buy the new AEW replica belt. That's seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Ethan needs to get a job first before he <laughs> considers that. Ethan's going to buy an AEW root beer. That's what he's going to buy. AEW. I want an AEW root beer. Shocked they can't. That would be the only thing that that freaking advertises on those. <laughs> AEW root beer is here for you, brother, or whatever. Uh so we we mentioned Loki a little bit ago. We didn't uh-huh. even finish the Snake Eyes. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, okay, with Snake Eyes, the new trailer dropped, and, and and then it did drop this week, and then Larry Hama came out and said that he kind of originally wanted Snake Eyes to be it's not what he said. That's the problem. That's a, yes. That is not what he said. Correct. When yeah. he saw the trailer, he said, oh, I wish I... He said, oh, I, I, I wish I should I, have made of Asian yes. in the first place. That's right. That's what that's it, it was. That's all he said. 
That's akin to me asking Robert Kirkman in the back room of Earth 2 and Sherman Oaks, what's your greatest regret about the comic book series now that the TV series is out? And he said, Not I, wish, I wish I had created Daryl. Yeah. Because he didn't create Daryl okay. for the yes. comic. He helped create him for the TV series. Yeah. Also knowing, he also admitted, he would have never worked in the comic. It just would have, him, his and Merle's relationship, that would have never worked in, in that comic in the beginning. So... So that Snake doesn't eyes. mean, yeah, for this, it's Hamas sees a new inter, uh, interpretation of Snake Eyes as an Asian, as maybe an Asian American. We don't know his heritage in the film. We Correct. just know it is an Asian actor who is playing him. Yes. Who um, seems to be Amer- No, he does have an Amer- He does have a Caucasian dad. You see him on the floor dead. No, well, I haven't seen it, though. Um, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh,. He's a Mal- he has Rich is just mad that he's yeah. an English parent and a Malaysian parent. Correct. So yes, Henry Golden, yeah. Golding himself. Yes. So with that, that's all Hamas said is right. Oh, I, I wish. But again, in the context of when he was created, remember, Snake Eyes was not created with a face. Right. It could have been anybody. When Snake Eyes, the figure first came out, when he's first in the comics. He could have been black. He wasn't he could have been a Asian. ninja the first he time. He could have been... No, he was a commando. Yes. it's Hama got obsessed with doing the ninja stuff because he had written Iron Fist for a long time and he, he was into ninja culture and Eastern yes. culture, so he made him a ninja. And so he could have been anything under it. When they would go back to Vietnam, Tommy was Asian. Yes. Stalker was a part of it. Mm-hmm. So he was black. And then he put this kind of... He was supposed to be like this all-American kid. Right. You know, he had life was great for him, and he's you know he had At his that twin time, sister. A and his white sister was American great. male, blonde hair, blue eyed, just kind of your all American. I mean, and look, it's at, also, look at all the football movies. That's your all American kid. It's also he may never have written into the script that Herb Trimpey is drawing. Hey, make him white with with and, and, and someone else is coloring. Right. Hey, make him white and give him a blonde hair because again. You could stalker has to be black because the figure was black. Stalker yes. has to have black hair because the figure's hair was black. Hawk had blonde hair. He was a white character. Mm-hmm. All of them were. But white. the other thing is that when the colorist went to do the character, seeing that it's a GI Joe quote, Ameri- you know, the real American hero, mm. and he's looking at Snake Eyes, he could have decided at that moment, he's. A white, blonde-haired American. Yeah, there's probably... Nobody knows what editorial would have done or what they would do. Nobody cared. Right. Because, again, all they had to do was match the toys. You couldn't draw Scarlet and color her hair black. The characters that Hama made up, mm-hmm. Baroness is in the first issue. Yes. Baroness is, a, is an original comic character. Being... His bio for her was that she came from Eastern Europe. Right. So she likely has dark hair. And, again, sometimes it's just... Why are all the, the Marvel British characters the, the, green and purple? Because mm-hmm. they pop on a page. Same thing here. The black. black is, she has the black, she has the bright blue mm-hmm. or deep blue uniform. In the but these first are also episodes. evil, darker colors. You yeah. know, more sinister colors. So it's and just, it's, she's also you know if she's Eastern Europe, you know she's probably going to have black hair or dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, the more fascinating thing to me about this is, I wonder if. After, or when Larry Hama wrote Snake Eyes, after the decision that he was a ninja, if for Larry Hama, who is an Asian American, kind of saw this character in his mind as an Asian American. 
Or maybe he didn't even see this character as knowing, anything but the black Hama, suit. Knowing it's not... It, he didn't see the character other than the character. Right. I don't think... You don't see a lot of that type of stuff play into... But I mean, subconsciously. there. Um, I'd be more interested in wondering what Larry Hama's feelings were for Quick Kick. Oh, God, yeah. Quick Kick, who was super stereotype. Spirit, who was super stereotype. Yes. Having the only black original Joe... Yep. Be from Detroit and in a gang, mm-hmm. and you know it's the eighties. That's what well, it was. Even, was... even uh, where I almost said Roadhouse. Oh Roadhouse. my god! It was a great movie when you're a kid because there's boobies in it. Well, it's also uh, uh, bar fights, basically. Oh yeah, no, it's just total that was, bar the, that was the best part. I can't remember. <laughs> the good thing is Ethan doesn't know it either. I know. And there's four characters out for the classified right now. No, there's only three. Huh? It's only three. Well, they're variant. No, People, it's three. There's there's the var there's the Oh the, 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 the color variant doesn't count. The red, you know, the, the silver, red, green, mm-hmm. and then there's a variant of it. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Then there's the classic. Well there, of there's the classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to say there's Road a, I almost a, said Roadhouse or Road Dog, and I know neither Road one Noggin? of them. Road Dog. Oh. Road Dog's Road a wrestler. Dog. Roadhouse is a movie. <laughs> and there's... There. <laughs> it's almost as if you're having a mental. I totally have a mental. Finish that sentence. And, 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 and Finish that sentence. Mental breakdown? <laughs> nope. Wrong. Mental fart. fart? Oh, my God. I give up. <laughs> do, 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 and do, the rock do, played him in retaliation. Do, 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 do. do. Dude, can you come up with the one that was supposed to be that character that wasn't in the first G.I. Joe movie? Well, that was Heavy Duty. <laughs> you can remember his name. I can remember his. He's from can New Orleans. Can you remember Orleans. all the lines? I can remember. He's from New Orleans. Shut up. Give it to him, man. Roadblock. Come on. We could have gone another hour. How did you not remember Roadblock? See, my mental block. The fact that he remembered heavy duty and didn't do roadblock. Yeah, mental block. I was about to say he's from New Orleans. He, he's a Creole chef. <laughs> he's not from He's from Biloxi. Well, Biloxi, yes. He's, he's from, actually from where I met Beth. Biloxi, yeah. Mississippi? Yep. There you go. Um, yeah. There right. you go. Now buy her a roadblock figure. <laughs> <laughs> she take like, his roadblock figures away. She'd be like, oh. this reminds me of you. <laughs> that was like one of the I mean, my head was literally like devastator there. Sorry. Uh, if, if you wouldn't have given God, that, I swear to God, God days you might this. have seen my head explode. Like, literally just explode. For Ethan, Mikey, and the now dead rich. This is Chris Sangle talking next week. <laughs> um, you know, remember your point. <laughs> I'm completely gone. I'm trying to get back to Snake Eyes, the movie. Or, um, you're still going to go see it. Yeah. I'll see it. I'm going to go see it. We'll probably see it together, hopefully. It looks better than the first G.I. Joe movie. Oh, and that's what I was going to say to some of those groups. Was as, lo- it as looks bad like as this you may think this is right now. The G.I. The G. Joe... What's the first one? This Rise of Cobra. Rise of Cobra. Shouldn't have given it to me. I, <laughs> I know. Got it. Um, I would have just said, fuck it. Whatever. The first, <laughs> the first live action Joe movie. It, it's so big and it's overwrought and there's just too much going on and it's terrible. Yep. This it pairs it down. Mm-hmm. Like, look, we're gonna get some martial arts stuff. We're gonna get people shooting at each other. Are we gonna care about any of them? I don't know yet. Are we gonna like the action sequences? I don't know. I'll go see it. I think people are gonna have more problems with Scarlet. 
I think people are going to have more problem with it's not the G.I. Joe movie that's been in their head for 30 years. Which is, I just want G.I. Joe, the weather dominator again. Like, no. <laughs> if you watch that channel on YouTube for 24 hours, you'll literally be brain dead because <laughs> those those are so The mass device was on stupid. this morning they, when we were leaving. They only show half of them. I know. There's a whole other channel that yeah. just has Rise of Serpentor. I know. Uh, Rise of Serpentor Rise. I've seen it. I forgot. I was like, I can't watch those. The later <laughs> ones are terrible. They I want to see companies. more of the the uh, I almost said Suncoast, whatever the the Sunbow Sunbow. I want to see more of those because that's why I thought that the rise, Python the Patrol Python Patrol was interesting. Sunbow stuff. The animation is awful, but as you get past the, the writing sun- is awfuler. <laughs> as you get past the that's the Python Patrol series, the beginning of it, they get bad. I mean, <laughs> the colors the, the turn really weird. terrible. You know, it's it's it's. G.I. Joe does not have an, outside of even even the, the the original comic. Once you get past about one fifteen, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> he puts he puts the the transformers into cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, just which snake, they're trying uh, to do in the Hasbro universe. Worthless. When I picked up, um, you know the trades that collected the the first one. The IDW was doing all of the G.I. Joe Real American Hero series. And special missions and everything. Yeah. And I realized, I, I think I stopped somewhere between 115 and 120. Because I never finished the series. Right. Because it was so god-awful dumb. I couldn't do it. And I seem to remember, like, the last issue I enjoyed was 100. Everything yeah. after, there's a couple in, the, like, the 1 to 110. They had when Snake Eyes went into that mind trance and became... Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime anybody tells me about Wolverine, Enemy of the State, I'm like, yeah, I read it when it was Snake Eyes. Right. Where he just went crazy and started killing everybody. Um... So I never finished it. Yeah. And I finished it in the trade, and it was a slog. Yeah. I'm reading going, oh, this is awful. And it sucks because the very last issue is, um, you know, it's something that was, everyone's like, oh, it's a recruitment tool, and it glorifies war, and it's amazing. Read the last issue because it's the it's Wade Collins' um, a letter to his son, Sean, who's going to join the G.I. Joe team about why war is terrible. But we need soldiers so that not everybody has to fight the war. You know, when the bad guys come, I don't want mom and dad on the corner picking up a rifle and trying to fight professional soldiers. So we have to have professional soldiers, and that's what you are. But it doesn't mean that this is any good. No. Um, it's going to screw you up for the rest of your life. It was a lot of stuff. It was, you know, an allegory for Vietnam and the type of stuff like that. It's a great final issue that has awful art. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, God. I, Everything after Marshall. I mean, Marshall Rogers was not great either, but Wow. When it got later, I remember reading those Tony would you Salmons like to issues. See the, like, would you like to see the IDW Costa run from Cobra to G.I. Joe Cobra in or on film? No, or a version there's of too it? much. There's too much context around it that it needs. Yeah, like it's just. I'll give you that. I I got the or point that, that, when people said the reason you know people loved Cobra as a series and it was awesome, <laughs> but it was you taking in your head what those G.I. Joe characters were and putting sure. it into a spy thriller. Sure. So. It's tough to think that a movie standing alone that doesn't have the history of G.I. Joe mm-hmm. would be super difficult. If, if, if I'm adapting anything, it's G.I. Joe Origins 1 through 5. Larry okay. Hama's retelling of how the team, the, the team of IDW got mm-hmm. together. And it, it, it's very prescient because the, the, the bad the necessity guys, of it. Yeah. yeah well, the bad the, the bad guy's plan is I'm going to do A or I'm going to do B. A is blowing up a bunch of bombs. Right. And B is sending uh, banks across the world how to do predatory loans. Mm-hmm. And you're reading like, oh, 
So the 2008 crash is Cobra's fault. <laughs> right. That's awesome. But that's a realistic type of thing now where yes. it would be that evil choice between the two. It explains how Snake Eyes become Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. You get G.I. Joe, or G.I. Joe. You get Duke. You get Roadblock. Yep. Uh, Scarlet, <laughs> Snake Eyes, and... Gosh. Maybe the fifth cover wasn't... There was Rock one and Roll, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Rock and Roll because I felt he was kind of... Superfluous to have Rock and Roll has that one really great cover in the in the brown uh, or in the khaki shirt and hat, and he's got the uh, the uh, bullets cross. Yeah, you he's, know, got, and the, he's got the two the bandoliers. Yeah, he's got the bandoliers, and he's got the two like M sixties up or M sixteens or something. I oh, think that's that's it's funny. I always think of that because um, everybody loves number eight, the Snake Eyes cover where he's coming down from the ceiling. Yeah, so that cover was supposed to be Rock and Roll. It was supposed to be Rock and Roll with the M sixty on the back of his shoulders. And the reason I know that is because I have the original. Um, I have the uh, not the artwork. I have the original thumbnail for it. Interesting. When I ordered stuff from uh, the artist Tom Feister, who had done yeah. Feister, who had done all the things, he sent me that because the order was so late. Uh, he well, sent me that the piece. Snake Eyes. The one that you're talking about, the Snake Eyes one that it ended up being, is the print you got me from, Fe- from yes. Feister. I have that print too. I have a bunch. Of, I was going through prints the other day because I was trying to find. That, I think that I was trying to figure out what prints I had bought from the Ninja Bot before they shut down their store because I'm like, uh-huh. eh, do I have to buy this? And like, I can't find. He's still doing well, stuff, but it's more low key. Yeah. Uh, he's doing basically. He's not going to have a store anymore. He's not going to sell. He's not doing things. He's he's. I think he's concentrating on trying to become, uh, you know, someone who's hired more yeah. often and and doing his own art and doing his own stuff and, you know, just a just a change. I got my final thing from them and I had a really nice note inside and I'll be honest, I cried a little. Yeah. I also cried when I sent him well, a note, like, I'm never going to get Dengar. And he's like, I got room for Dengar. I was like, thank you. I need one more bounty hunter. But we I have all but one of them. We interviewed him way back at the beginning of Nerdables at WonderCon. That was one of the ones that Ethan set up when he walked around and, and got us some, some mm. interviews. I forgot, we, I forgot we interviewed him. Yeah. That's, how we, that's how we met him. No, yeah. I met him. I no, met that's him. how we met him at that point. And then no, and you, I met him. The second year it was in Anaheim, it was the Jurassic Park print because Stacy was there. And Stacy calls me and she says, hey, you need to come see this. All right, where are you? I have no idea. <laughs> well, are, where, I'm in, I'm in, no, I'm an artist out. No, I'm not an artist out. Where am I? I don't know where I am. <laughs> Stacy, where are you? What's the number? What number? What's the aisle number? <laughs> and I went over and I bought the print. And then I think I bought... I think I bought the one of the, the Origins. No, I bought the Origins book. Mm-hmm. Because he had done the the images, I loved his stuff, and we started talking. It was the next year that you interviewed him because I was oh, also yeah. talking to him. I found him on Facebook and everything, well, and I got stuff from the him. first Feaster Feaster painting. I believe it's Feaster. Print, Feaster print. the E's first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the the very one of the very first prints I ever got was from him for the Snake Eyes that you had him sign for me. Yep. Uh, it was the cover number eight. Yeah. That was the one I sent. I was like, I love your covers. I, I wish you did prints. And then I got a personal message like, don't tell anybody. Yeah. I just added um, them on the thing. Okay, so Loki was this week again. Loki's obviously. every week. <laughs> For the next three. Three? Well, yeah, because it's this, yeah, this right. It was six and this is third. For the next three weeks. Um, now, you, the joke is that this week's low-key was low pretty low-key. <laughs> a lot of walking and talking, but it was still good. Uh, there, there was a lot there subtextually. There's a lot again of pushing Loki forward. Yes, and then leaving you on a pretty decent cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. 
It was interesting. It was very. I, I'm figuring as when I first saw the date of where they were, it was whatever the planet 2077. was. It's twenty seven seven. Lamentous. Yeah, and I'm figuring out everybody's everybody that I know their ages at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like. Well, they'll be dead. <laughs> they'll be dead. Right. I'll be well, dead. Like Ellie told Ambrose, "Yeah, you'll be seventy years old." That's what I told. Yeah, that's what I said to Ben. Or sixty or, or Arabella. Yeah, that's yeah, like oh, damn. Yeah, you'll be about where I'll be in about twenty years. I'd be eighty-eight. Um, I'll be dead. <laughs> well, I was like. In twenty, I better 70- be dead because I don't think one hundred one is going to be really awesome. <laughs> in twenty seventy-seven. I will be 105. You'll be dead. <laughs> I'll be you don't want to be 105. No, I'll be dead. God. Last thing I need, I mean, look, I don't want a robot cleaning my ass. We'll put it that way. You know, in a world in a world where there's no there's no people actually working jobs anymore. They're all doing it through the Oasis. Yeah. Just ready cut, cut my head again. off see, and put me see, in a box. Ready player one. Sucks. Again. No, it's, it's complete garbage. No, because they're going to be doing it through VR. No, you're not going to be doing it through Oasis. VR. You're going to have a robot wipe your ass. That's it. You, you want to be 101 and then uh, drink from the grail so then you don't age anymore? <laughs> We're just that night's got to be pissed going, God damn it. Really? Now? <laughs> Could have done this when I was 20. That, why is this a tourist tra- attraction? You see, everything comes full circle. Um... <laughs> Is that what Disneyland's going to end up being? So, as with Loki, but see, we're going to find out with Loki, everything comes in circles and everything's 360. He's only dealing with himself. This is Loki trying to be figure out who Loki is. Do you think she's a figment of his imagination? Not exactly. This isn't WandaVision. <laughs> it's more this this episode's a character study. It's one of the slower oh, episodes yes, of Falcon yes. and Winter Soldier. She it's more interesting to know what she wants to do. Yes. Because it's not necessarily to destroy the TVA. I think it's more to expose that they're not who they say yeah, they are. Yeah, the biggest re- the biggest reveal in it is that officer, one of the Minutemen, mm-hmm. has a life before they become a Minuteman and that Loki's been told that every person there is created by the TVA. They Correct. have no former life. Yes. They're simply, you know, poof, They whatever. came into being as mm-hmm. part of the TVA. So there is an, there's, it brings up the idea that the TVA is nefarious. Yes. It's not doing what it's supposed to be doing, and that's where I think the second half of the season, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll figure out the solution to the cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and then the last two episodes will be in the TVA exposing what it really is and give us wherever Loki will be at the end of it. Yes. Um, I, wish, I, I wish I saved the video. There was a video I saw on a guy that came up with the theory that the TVA is actually located within the uh, quantum realm. Possibility. Could see that. That's what they just I mean, the, head, the headquarters uh, located in Atlanta. Too. So, yeah. yeah. Um, then, he made some really good points in the, in the video, and I was like, he, oh, yeah. he threw me off. I could see that. I think it's, it's, it's you know, from the start, because it doesn't necessarily make sense the way they explain it. Because right. when they show you the little video, they put the guy right back where he's supposed to be and everything goes mm-hmm. forward. Well, why can't they do that with Loki? Well, they can't because that other Loki already exists. No, okay. they did with Loki. Because when you put that time capsule or that, that little can, you know, the grenade, it resets that timeline to what it was supposed to be. Right. But so that takes the, the, the care, whatever happens within that moment that that is not, that causes that time. Variant. Well, you can also the, make the argument becomes it never that happens. variant that you have to remove. Let's not forget, 
this is the argument from the end of Endgame that I made. Once Steve puts the the gem back, yes, in 1976 or whatever at the camp, yes, everything's erased. So that Loki is a true variant from a timeline that should never exist. Correct, and that's so why you would have Loki the series. He can't go back because there's no going back. Correct. But also, if they drop the thing is, is once they they if even if they drop the grenade there, that Loki, it's still split. because they don't have the because he's gone. Yes, he's not at that moment or whatever. They, he becomes was, a true variant at that. Yeah, moment. someone was like, someone was like, I don't understand it. And I said, here's the thing: the, the Loki that you see. Think of it in this case. The Loki you see in the Avengers film is the Loki that you see in Dark World, mm-hmm. Ragnarok, and and um, uh, Infinity, uh, Infinity War. War. Yeah. The Loki we're seeing on the screen is the Loki you see in Endgame. Correct. Because it is a now a different entity. He cannot exist because that moment does not exist anymore. Whether the TVA fixes it or the return of the stones, the easy idea from the Ancient One is... When you put the stones back, it'll put everything fine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some really hope somewhere in this that they have something about the fact like that damn Steve Rogers, he's not going back. Son of a come on, man. Because <laughs> well, technically that would, that would this, be part of here's what part the, of the problem. I thought of this two weeks timeline. ago. I thought of this two weeks ago. Chris Evans signed a deal with Marvel, right? That's right. what everyone said. He's a variant. Hmm. There's a variant because he should have never gone back. No. So that no 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 no. no. He should have never stayed. That's what I mean. He he should have never gone back to stay. Correct. At some point, whether he stays, the, the way that the cars and everything looks, he stays in the 1950s Correct. with Peggy and becomes an old man. Correct. That's not the real Steve. That can't be Steve because the other Steve, I just started you, going You're through supposed the, to come back the second after mm-hmm. it. Within right, the he 616 would, timeline. He would be the Steve that ends Endgame. See, I thought with Endgame... When he went back in time, he would get lost in time because that's kind of what the death of Captain America. Yeah. He was lost in, in, in within time. Well, I thought do, that's you, how you get rid of Chris Evans for now. And even if you brought him back and you brought back a different actor, it could be because it was a different part of time that he was in. I thought that's well, they, they, just do, were, they just do the series with Chris Evans. Or but, no, but you can you can skip this character. Yes, you could do the series yes, with Chris. That's now that you've done Loki, you're not doing that. Correct. But the 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 interesting part is it's it's a Loki, as I said last week. It's a Loki that's just removed from trying to take over the world. He yes. sees his future as it should exist, quote unquote, mm-hmm. as he's been told should exist. Understands that he can't go back, which to me is it, it's probably not intended, but it had that allegory to me to the original Thor. When Thor's personality switches and everyone didn't believe it, I said, he's someone who's confronted with the idea, I can't go back to Asgard. My my father is dead and my mother's first decree is, you ain't coming back. I can't undo your father's last act. So when his personality changes, because he realizes he's stuck, that's what we have with Loki. He's stuck here. He's going to make the most of it, which is to take over the TVA when he realizes the TVA is the most powerful thing in the universe. Yeah. And whatever it's exposed to be, it still has to be fairly powerful in order to do what they're doing. But if there's something they're doing in terms of an agenda to try and, and you know, prune those branches that maybe naturally should exist, because how do you saying that the one where the, the, the guy doesn't get hit by a piano as he's walking to work? Why or is it the three entities are choosing yeah, what the timeline is going to be? Time would be. So that's where I think it might go. Mm-hmm. I don't spend too much. I try not to spend too much time with it because I just kind of want it to unfold. I'm um, trying not to, but I kind of see where, you know, 
Loki ends up making a deal with the whatever it is that the entity is that's you know the head of the TV. Everything he's ever done has been a deal, that's, right? That's and that's why he's trying to make with Sylvia a deal to get back. And the only way he ends up back as Teen Loki. I don't think he ends up back. I think he ends up staying here because the, in the MCU you this, had two Lokis at one point. Where? It was right at the end of Teen Loki, wasn't it? When he was oh, coming in the back. Comics. The MCU yes. is the cinematic universe. I'm sorry, not the MCU. Sorry, the comics. Uh, you've had like four of them at yes. the same Yes, well, time. that's true. That's right. And the thing, the other thing with the variant thing for Loki is that they show you... That's the, the first thing in the, in the second episode that threw me. I was like, wait a minute. They're showing... Or maybe it's the third episode. They're showing all these different Lokis from all these different places. Yes. You know, he's, he's Lance Armstrong. That was hilarious. Um, and I'm like, well, if all of these exist, then why can't this Loki exist? And where, you know, Mobius goes to save him because they want him. They, this the whole the whole thing is a plan for him to hunt down the other one, hunt down Sylvia. So, because if all these other ones exist and they haven't gone and killed them, are they are they variants off of that Loki or but, are they multi universe? And, all, and that's probably the, the, what's really coming is yeah. this is where they tell you with a definitive. Because remember, everything in in uh, Far From Home is fake. You know, all the multiverse and everything, the science of it might be real, but the character they're telling you comes from another universe. The way, is, the is way Peter man. explains it is it's of the reality of it. The way that the quote-unquote shield explains it was the they're the, they're, the trying to, they're trying to explain something for the character that exists next to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. In Mysterio, who turns out to be a con man, so their science may not be right. This is where we get the act. We know it because we've, we know that there's a whole movie that's coming with it. We know that there's a multiverse coming. This is where it's confirmed to you as a canon piece. The TVA has nothing to do with time. It has to do with the multiverse. Correct. I, well, they, I they think, say, I remember think, they say the multiverse war, the original yeah, multiverse right. war. There's the the, cu- the clues that are in there is I think the TVA is the nexus. But the yes, I agree with you. Uh, but the other thing they mentioned the nexus too, like the Grand Mex. Them in 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 the comics, it's the Macan Crystal. The Macon Crystal is the the intersection of all universes that make up the multiverse of Marvel. That's what I think the TVA is, and that's why there's so many Infinity Stones. There. I could see that too. Whether they're fake it's or not, it's, just the, the it's idea. not the wave that goes through the universe, especially Star, because also Star Trek Generations. One of the commercials in WandaVision talk about the next Nexus too. So yes, they, I could see. Yeah, she's a them. Nexus being. She exists in yes the, the pieces that you get in both WandaVision and this. Yes, is, is is Harkness saying that she's a Nexus being, one who exists in every reality. Mm-hmm. And again, remember at that time we don't have an actual confirmation of the multiverse in terms of the entertainment we've seen. Right. Other than a couple maybe references. the shield science is correct, but they were never supposed to build that science because they never ran into somebody who was, you know, said, oh, I'm I'm this guy from another universe and this is what's happening. There's yeah. mention of the multiverse in Doctor Strange. There's multi- multiverse in Doctor Strange. Um, and now we're looking at the the idea that they mentioned the nexus point of where two things they're not creating another time. They're creating a whole nother universe. Right. Right. That's the, you know, when, when we get the alternate timeline type stuff, books and, and comics and, and movies or whatever, it is, there's some point, you know, the Nazis win the war, but you also, Indiana get, Jones doesn't stop them. You also so you get, have a different universe where the Nazis take over the, the, um, man in high castle. Yeah. Man in high castle mm-hmm. is the same sort of thing that the, because the, the film you're seeing in the first season 
I gotta finish that someday. Jesus, I need um, I need to finish season three. Uh, the film you're seeing yeah. is from another universe. Yes, yeah. of them dropping the bomb well, on Japan, and it, it goes happen. even further than that when you get further along. Um, one of the other things is the way that Loki and Sylvie talk to each other about you're a Loki, I'm a Loki, you're a Loki. The way they they refer to Loki in a third person, mm. as if Loki. Is not a name, or is not his name, but a title. And Chris mentioned this like a few weeks ago. That, well, that's why that's you can because, bring in the Loki from Norse myth. Yeah, because I'm, I was kind of just going to piggyback on that and say, well, Loki could be just the name of the god, and these are just the different entities. He, of, he's embodying he's a totem. Yes, yeah. he's a totem. He's, he's, he'd be much yeah. like the Scarlet Witch. There's right. a Loki in every yeah. universe. Which would which would go where there's they're Odin, going with this? You have Odin, you, of these totems. Thor. There's a cap. You know, because, whatever. you know, the, the totem at the end of Loki, it could be a different person. So that allows you to now you have a totem in the Scarlet Witch, a totem in the Loki, and well, then you're going you, around. If you, When you do a totem, it gives you a chance to replace it. That's yeah. the thing. Sure. So Even Doctor Strange is a totem in a way. In terms of if you want to move forward with Loki, the Loki that we know in our universe is dead. He's yes. killed by Thanos. Within... The that MCU within that that universe, let's call it the six one six for sake of argument. Okay, there has to be a Loki, correct? And so you can replace him within it as someone someone different, whether it's Teen, whether it's Sylvie, whether it's something correct. That maybe that's the deal with Sylvie. You can still go back to a real universe. You have to go to this one because that has to have a Loki. Right, the universe you were in. Sorry, we destroyed it. This one is you know it's it's the possibility that the, the TVA mm-hmm. is really actually just. Wiping out universes, right? It's interesting. So we're getting the battlefield. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's interesting to get through in like six. Uh... It, 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 that to me, as much as going on, you know, it's, it's kind of like with what ended up happening with Cap or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You got these sub, you know, plots that are happening. You know, with Julia Louise Dreyfus, that you're going. Where is this going within the MCU? This could, you know, it could branch off to this or this or the Thunderbolts or whatever. And you're going, I need more. Tell me more now, right now. What the, what the MCU does is what comics do, which is to give you a perpetual story. Yes. There are threads you may never pick up. Correct. Reading X-Men since 275, there's still stuff that never got oh, picked sure. up. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just watching something like Lost, where there's pieces in it because there's a mm-hmm. lot of different writers and everything. There's stuff that's thrown in there. Yeah, you can throw this in because whether it's next year or it's ten years from now, it you'll may still get... have a universe in which, hey, you know what? We never went back to the idea that Loki's a totem character and there has to be one in every universe, right? So we can now do one in their universe. Yeah. So, no, that's that's what's fascinating. And that's where it's also what's frustrating from people because it's like, oh, I need the I need where's Loki season two? I'm like, you ain't getting sure, it. but that's it's also where point. that's also where people were like, that's why the MCU is so rich, whereas the DC universe isn't, is because they're giving me things that may not pay off for ten years, mm-hmm. or it may never pay off, but we're going to keep teasing you along the way, and. That's where you get those levels with the MCU that you know with especially within something like Loki, you know, which you know you don't see a lot of his magic or stuff, but you do get those moments. It's because it's expensive. I know because it's, <laughs> you know because it's a TV show. Well, there's a lot of CG in this one though. But I'm sitting here looking at it going when they're on that other planet. I'm going, did they use the volume? 
Come on, did they did they take a day when Mandalorian wasn't filming and yeah. you know? Probably. Um, I mean, why not? If if I'm, you know, it's technology you own, why not? I don't. Is it technology they actually own? Yes. It's yeah, something it's, it's Disney. It's Disney I mean, proprietary. For God's sakes. It's I mean, Disney proprietary. I mean, you're still going to do. I mean, as a universal uh, product or whatever. I don't Jurassic know if Park it's Lucasfilm film or if it's filmed known. in a Sony warehouse it, or whatever. I'm, the whatever special they whatever did it with is, the yes, Mandalorian, it's a it said it was specifically designed by yeah. Disney for not Lucasfilm. Not Lucasfilm. That's interesting, considering Lucasfilm is the proprietary on that. It yeah. doesn't matter. They're all owned no. by the same people. As is, like I said, they'll probably run it out too. We'll see. Oh, oh yeah, God, sure. Yeah. That's why they're building a second one in L.A. They're building one in, uh, in Australia too. Aren't There's they? building one in Australia. There's That's one the in uh, Eddington. 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 Georgia soon enough. Oh, uh, without a doubt, well, because but, that's where all Marvel. Well, once, maybe. The, one, one, once they fix the, once they figure out how to get them to take that stupid voting rights law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's where all Marvel films is in. For most of Marvel yeah. films, yeah. Almost all of Falcon and Winter Soldier was filmed in Atlanta. Hey, before we leave, uh, Bad Batch this week. Um, I know people are very critical of this show. Have you met Star Wars fans? I know, but I mean, it just seems like, you know, there's there's the, I hate Amiga. Amiga. I just do the same thing every week. I run away when they tell me not to. This team doesn't feel like, you know, that it should be an elite team of clone troopers. You can say it. There's so many This was the problem for the longest time. Why'd you make the clones so good and then tell me that all the stormtroopers are clones and the stormtroopers can't do crap? Well, no, they're different clones. This is how we did it. And now we're getting the story of, no, no, they're not clones at all. (laughs) We rushed them through to get them out into the Empire. Well, this this story is that they shut the whole clone program down. Um I think you you you're always putting stuff against other things. It's but we just, did find you're out. never gonna find. It's hard. We to got find, a returning character. It's hard to find your favorite in something new. You're always gonna be like I. I go into every Star Wars film. This is not gonna be better than Empire. It's just not happening. As much as I love Last Jedi, not better than Empire. Okay. When I go into yeah. this, I'm like, you know what? It's not gonna be better than Rebels. It's not my Clone connection Wars. to Rebels. You could be yeah. For me, Rebels is my favorite. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch Rebels ten times before I watch Clone Wars again. Um, Even the first season, yeah. Rebels as a, as a whole, I love that. But I also have I've always said the bias is I'm an OT guy. Yeah, I love oh, the, that's, the Imperial yes, stuff. Yeah, okay. and those characters. I felt more for Hera and Kanan and Sabine and Zeb and um, Ezra and Ezra than I did Chopper. for. Chopper has one of the best moments. Yeah. It's the moment that has more feeling in it than all three sequ- prequels combined. I know, I know. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, I have a connection to that. that is but it also has one of the worst moments in the whole Star Wars, in all of Star Wars history, including the the <clears throat> expanded universe, including the Old Republic stuff. The triumphant that everybody loves and I don't. I'm yes. Like, this, this is way too Lord of the Rings. I don't need this. I don't need Wars. the world between worlds. It doesn't. I I I've, I've don't like that either, but I'll take it with the rest of it. It's still I my know favorite. it serves one purpose and one purpose it's, only. It's always served one purpose, and hopefully it's the only purpose it ever serves. Is to but bring it opens, a, I said it as Ahsoka soon as it happened. Back. I said it opens Pandora's box. It doesn't yes. change the fact that I love that series. But this That's but my you, favorite series. You hated the father, son, and daughter saga. Or... Uh, 
Hate's a strong word. I definitely didn't, didn't enjoy like it. it. There, there were moments within it when you, yeah, you it's see. Lord of, it's Lord of the Rings on, on Halo Planet. Totally. Or, yes. Uh, um, not Halo. Uh, Avatar yeah. Planet. Or Halo. It was, yeah, it was because the Halo would have been a, a, The floating. Yeah, yes. So was Avatar. So it was just like. Yes. It's, 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 it's the search for unobtainium. Oh. <laughs> Force unobtainium. But you didn't like that. And now is the world between worlds worse? Probably. But I just like what's around. I've I've always said I I think Clone Wars is because massively is massively uneven to me. There to are me, episodes and arcs that I absolutely oh, love. I agree. And there's I agree. entire seasons that I don't love at all. I know. And there's the seasons you haven't even seen. And I'll and I'll say this: the chip part bothers me more than the world between worlds. Ooh, I hate the chip oh, part. Just the, the chip in general. Yes, I hate yeah. the chip. Yeah. But that's what it is, so I got to live with it, and so I'll watch these and, and accept it. And it leads to but see to decent to me, moments. It leads to moments. It leads to moments. There's in the, other the ways you could have gotten Ahsoka back, but they did. That's what they went with. I know. It, it ain't we ain't going anywhere. Okay, like I said, okay. Pandora's so, box is open. You ain't closing it. Okay, again. so with 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 uh, Bad Batch this week, the one you just watched, the one the one that was just on, and Mikey just finally watched mm-hmm. Hunter and Tech and Echo and Roadblock and <laughs> and Snoke. <laughs> That's what I said today. It was Snoke. Snoke. That's, that's my. That is totally Snoke. I mean, it's going to lead oh, to oh in the in the, the capsules. In the, in the capsules. Yeah. That was. I was, it, I was it looked try, like another one of the communion. Uh, it, it did, but it didn't. If you look at Snoke without his robe, the action figure, it is totally Snoke. The are you checking out action figures? I am. I always look under the robe. <laughs> Creepy. Um, <laughs> there's 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 pieces. Did I just that name are, the episode? The what seems to be the in fashion story and Dave Filoni and John Favreau are working on it is how do we get to the sequels? Yeah. And I, if Moff Gideon is not working on making Snoke, then somebody rewrote the entire third season because the second season seems to totally. very much absolutely a hundred percent confirm. He is looking for force sensitive blood to be able to put the emperor's spirit into it. Yep. Emperor's mm-hmm. spirit or someone that he can control from afar has to be if he if if he grows his own body, and he wants to control another creature, and that's his 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 ballywick, and that's what he's doing. That creature has to have force sensitive blood as well, because he's got to be able to use the force. Snoke is obviously a force user; it's all over Last Jedi. That's what Grogu's for. You need mm-hmm. that blood because Would- you have to. You can't recreate midichlorians. Here's the same thing: the the the, the prevailing theory, and the one that every, I think a lot of people have come to is that Omega is force sensitive. Now, is she force sensitive? Like, she can already move things with her mind. No, but no, there's she's, something. She's she's Anakin, where Anakin didn't know what he was doing. Except, I know I can turn before I have to turn when I'm in a pod racer. Because pod they, racing, they is already wicked. said it this week. They they said that the Alpha, which became known as Boba Fett, was the original non altered version of Jango Fett. The Omega. Because you have the Alpha Omega. and the Omega. The Omega, Omega has to be the perfection of the original. Yeah. Which in Star Wars lore, the perfection of a human would be a Jedi. So she is Force sensitive. You can assume that. Sure. Until, until you... There's little hints. It. There's little hints that she has. She's intuitively... Intuitively? intuitively? That's not a word. 
It is, but you're not using it right. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a rum soaked pirate all day. Um, her she, intuition is her heightened. intuition. She knows how to fix mechanics, you know, mechanical items, just as Anakin could as a little kid. She seems to be more intuitive. She gets a pot racer in the next episode. But she's, cool. she seems she turns to be, into Darth Vader. She's very intuitive with different electronic devices. Granted, yes, you can say the planet they were on this month or this week was a replica of whatever's on Camino as far as technology. But she's very intuitive with how to use it, how to break locks. We've seen her do it a few times with locks that she's able to to jimmy them. I think that... You want to open the lock. I think she's force sensitive. I said this to the, the one of the first weeks you and I when we were talking. You've said when, it too. When she shoots crosshair. Yeah, it's like no, the second episode yeah. when they're escaping. When she, when, shoots, when crosshair, she shoots crosshair, and the fact that she she's not good with the bow. Yep. Also, wonder why are you giving her a bow when it's obvious she's good with a blaster. <laughs> Give her a damn blaster, you idiots. Um, but she also hasn't she hasn't fired a blaster since. Yep. So it's something that probably isn't in her skill set. You can chalk it up to luck and know the blah blah blah. My question is going to be: When do we see the beta? When do they reveal that Fennec Shan is the beta, <laughs> Alpha, the Mega, and the Beta, <laughs> the Alpha, Beta, yeah, yeah, and the Mega? Alpha, beta, that's not a you know that used to be a grocery store. <laughs> alpha um, Beta, jeez, Alpha Bits, bro. Alpha Beta was also the universe, the uh, the fraternity in um, Revenge of the Nerds. Good for you. With moose. Mm-hmm. Ox. Moose. Ox. I think it's ox. Ox. Yeah. Ox. I, don't, I haven't seen any of those. In so anyway, <laughs> anybody else got anything? No. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up. So making sure you check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables. Two fucking hours. <laughs> we're on nerdables show at, in, at Twitter. And I'm sure we we're on nerdables. Four nerdables. <laughs> hey, you know what? You can listen to us on... Spotify, wow, there you go. <laughs> iTunes, um, Am- you know, um, Amazon. You can listen to us. <laughs> you really need to stop here. <laughs> and it should never be a pitch man. <laughs> I know, right? I think we picked up another one. I forget what it is. So, anyways, we're gonna talk Just to you next down time. The street, anybody with their thumb up has been one of the car. Who's that ice cream?